It's episode 17 of the What We've Watched podcast. My name is Chris. <laughs> I've ruined my co-host, Emmett. Hey, uh, this is Emmett. And uh, we have also a, have a guest, Rob. You remember him? Yep. Uh, my name's Rob, and it's great to be back to the future of podcast. Oh, <laughs> nice. nice. Alright, uh, uh, so if, if in case, for those who have been listening like pretty much from the beginning, or who did go back to the beginning, uh, Rob was with us on our third episode, yep. number three, which on uh, 28 Days Later, which seems like a lifetime ago now. It's but, more than uh, 28 days. Yeah, it's been more than 28 yeah, days. Yeah, yeah, well, it's 14 weeks, so whatever that works out to. Mm-hmm. Couldn't possibly do math at the moment, but... Um, so yeah, so as we talked about last week... Um, we are talking about Back to the Future this week, um, like pretty much everyone else. Uh, right now, as we record, it is officially what they're calling Back to the Future Day. Oh, yeah. uh, so October. it's October 21st, 2015, which is the exact day that uh, they arrive in the future in part two. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, F- Finally, despite all the yeah, internet yeah, pictures, doctored those, internet pictures yeah, that have been going fake... up for, I feel like, the last like five years. Yeah, 2010 was when they started doing them. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. So it's been the, the, the fake make those, Back to the Future day. Yeah. days. Just in case people hadn't seen the movie. Yeah, well, that's what I find funny is how widely these uh, those fake ones are circulated. When Considering there's absolute proof out there. Well, yeah, like all you have to do is just like click. Watch, watch the movie. Oh, look. <laughs> and Plus, which I, I, know, I mean, it's obviously people who just like they saw the movie like when they were younger. Like, it they, sounds they, about they right. They saw the movie like 20 years ago or something yeah. and they're, you know, 15 years ago and they're like, oh, that sounds right. You know, or, oh, yeah, oh, that must be it. But, I mean, the thing about it is that the whole point is it's those those regular intervals. Yeah. It's always the 30-year, it's 85, 2015, yeah. Yeah. 1885, 1985. 1955. It's yeah. always those 30-year intervals. Mm-hmm. Um, which uh, is funny enough, the, the whole start of that only came about because it was just the the doing the math of uh for a teenager in the 80s right when would his parents have been the age that he is mm-hmm. well so in, in the, the gen- fi- like in the generation 50s. in the 50s so it, yeah. it was like picking the 50s as, as the it setting of the first out. movie was completely just a factor of when would the parents of an 80s kid be, mm-hmm. have been his age in the 50s. There was no special reason why they picked the 50s. It was just how the math worked for the time that the movie was made. Yeah. Anyways, um, so yeah, I'll do the usual um, yeah, so vital statistics yeah. on the movie. So, so yeah, um, we're, we're covering Back to the Future and Back to the Future 2. two. Primarily, yeah. yeah, because 2 was where that whole Back to the Future Day thing comes from. Yeah. Um, by all means, you know, if there's anything you want to mention about Part 3, that's fine. Uh, they are. It is like a complete, you know, trilogy. Mm-hmm. It's a complete story from beginning to end, but three kind of stands a little bit more on its own, in a way, which is kind of in- ironic since two well, and three were the ones that were made together. I, f- I feel two and three, two, inter- two and three have more things that intertwine, like mm-hmm. in terms of um, 
like everything in three is like foreshadowed in yeah. two if you yeah. watch them back to back yeah it's very obvious that they were written at the same time right but in terms of like story connect like direct mm-hmm. story connections yeah um there's less obviously yeah. with three because it's all set in that one yeah that old west setting three is just kind of them doing doing a western basically yeah um so back to the future was released in july 1985 uh, part two was released in November of 89 and part three for the sake of completeness was uh, released in May 1990. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and like I say, like part two and part three were, were written at the same time, basically. And then, filmed at the same time. And then, well, they were filmed back, back to back. back. Yeah, basically yeah. they finished on two and then started on three right away. So all the post-production on two was happening while they were shooting three. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, so I think... Uh, one thing that I probably want to avoid doing, because everybody is doing it right now today, yeah, um, is talking about the whole uh, like the the predictions of the future and uh, what, yeah. what's come true and we're what not, hasn't. We're not going to cover that. Well, okay, because the thing about that we is, can cover that just right off the bat a, and then move on. A everybody is doing yeah, that. Everyone has done it yes. as as on videos and stuff today. Yeah. Um, I'm sure, Rob, you probably saw the Cinemassacre one. Yeah. 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 Welcome to the internet, man. And, <laughs> right, exactly. But it's like, why do what everybody's doing anyway? Yeah. The, so the second reason is that all that stuff was never intended to be a serious, like... No, I'll like, be obvious. This is how it, things might actually be in the future. Um, so, because... Um, <laughs> well, straight up, Jaws 19. Yeah, a lot of it was... Clearly, at that point... A in, joke. Yeah. In, in, in uh, well, 1989, mm-hmm. how many Jaws movies had been made? Well, all of them, I think. Yeah, no, but how many was that? That was like four. 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 So what was the odds they were going to do 15 well, more the, in 30 years? Okay. It's know? an extreme... There's that many shark movies now. Yeah. True. There's true. Like hundreds of shark movies. Maybe they was just it's predicting the advance of the shark movie. Yes, I mean, it's a joke in the sense <laughs> yeah, that yeah, yeah. it's rather an extreme number. Yeah, yeah. But if they had kept making them at the pace... Regular interval, make, yeah. Because think of things like, you know, like a lot of the horror movies and stuff, right? Like... Friday the Thirteenth and some things like that, where they used to almost make those, an annual franchise. Yeah, they used yeah. to make them almost every year, and they're they're still like horror franchises like that, mm-hmm. like um, you know, uh, Paranormal Activity and stuff yeah, like yeah. that, where they make All them right. almost every year. You know, um, or Saw, right? Mm-hmm. Like, how many Saw movies has there been? And that's a not that's a relatively I think recent like seven franchise or something. <laughs> no, that's a relatively recent franchise. So, I mean, the whole the point was just that it was a joke on this whole like. Yeah. Pumping the, in the mode. Yeah, pumping out sequel after sequel. And the idea that if they keep on that pace, mm-hmm. they'll be, you know, at like Jaws 19 by 2015. Yeah. Of course, I mean, they'd stop making Jaws. There's never been Jaws movies since mm-hmm. then. But um, Also, a lot of the predictive stuff was done as kind of a future... I don't want to say joke, but future oh, parody no. of things that took yeah. place when he went back to 1955. Yeah, well, and like, that's they, the thing. The, that's they, the reason why the I'm saying... The theater shot, mm-hmm. the gas station yeah. shot, the... And that's the reason know. why I'm saying that uh, there's not really much point in talking about, like, what was predicted and what... Because <laughs> there are almost... It wasn't really a serious prediction. No, not even close. They were except, deliberate except jokes. For, except for the Cubs. They're still going to win, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, any day I'm, now. I'm hearing no, but... <laughs> yeah. They're still in it. Yeah, but I'm hearing they're yeah, they're on their they're, last they're legs. The last. Uh, I don't know anything about baseball, but that's what I'm hearing. Um, anyway, um, but yeah, there were mostly jokes. Uh, so basically, um, Back to Future trilogy. I gave the release dates. Uh, they were all um, written by Bob Gale and Robert Zemeckis, mm-hmm. directed by Zemeckis, produced by Gale. Um, so they were, were had been a team uh, for a while at this point, um, and 
what happened was they had made a couple of movies that had been total failures, uh, at least commercially. Um, and they also wrote uh, Steven Spielberg's 1941, mm-hmm. which had been kind of Spielberg's first sort of failure. Um, or considered a failure. Uh, it's kind of now there are people who like. It. I mean, it's kind of a mixed. Failure. I feel it's a, it's a cult movie. Yeah, it's more of a cult movie now, but at the time it was considered a failure. So pretty much, these, have you have you not seen? I have not seen it. Oh, yeah. it's it's good. It's really funny. So the first I thing, like hmm. yeah. So I mean, I'll just really quickly explain. So uh, Robert Zemeckis um, is normally like when people know him and stuff like that. He's usually actually known as Bob. Mm-hmm. So Robert Zemeckis is just like his professional credit so um it, they're often kind of referred to as like the bobs or the right. two bobs or something bob bob zemeckis and, Bobby L. and sometimes they call him bob z to differentiate but um they had made a movie called um i want to hold your hand uh and then they made uh used cars mm-hmm. which also failed but it kind of has a cult status now like yeah. it's, it's very critically well well regarded um and then they wrote 1941 which was like spielberg's first like flop Pretty more, you know, flop regard, relative to what Spielberg normally gets. Um, so pretty much, they could not get a job at this point with the greater sort of Hollywood <clears throat> machine, um, and uh, so they had been shopping around the script for Back to the Future in like the early '80s and not getting any interest because of this. Um, Zemeckis somehow managed to land the job of directing *Romance in the Stone*. That was a huge hit, mm-hmm. so that basically put him on the map as a as a, an actual like hit making uh, filmmaker, which got sort of renewed interest in actually doing Back to the Future. So that's how they were able to actually make it. Uh, so we have Romancing the Stone to thank for Back to the Future's existence in a way. Um, yeah. So what 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 else do you have? Uh, to address there, Chris, because you've got a yeah. few notes. Oh, I got you've a few notes. Oh, uh, I have no list. Back to the Future, as far as my memory serves, and I've talked to my parents about this, I'm <laughs> fairly sure this is the first movie I ever saw in a theater. Oh, okay. Hey, so, that's interesting. It's not the first I saw in a theater, but I have seen it in a theater. Yeah, yeah well, it's actually, I'm glad you brought up that point, because that's something I wanted to address, was um, what, like, what was your first like memory or first like that you're aware of of your being aware of back to the future or what you can remember about it when it was first new relatively new well i think the big part is the like re- you, you both yeah. of you are saying you you know you saw it in the theater i know yeah. i saw it in the theater i know yeah. i saw it with my family yeah yeah uh for me yeah, I, I guarantee yeah yeah i saw it with my folks yeah i uh, saw some movies before that because i remember seeing things like um et in the theater mm-hmm. which was a few years before yeah um, Pretty sure I saw. I was old. Return of, I saw ET. Return of the Jedi. I'm pretty sure I saw in the theater. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I didn't I, see I, that. I saw that. No. I saw that with my Yeah, family. probably Superman three. I guess it would have been. Wow. Yeah. So would be before that. Movies around that time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's all that sort of early '80s kind of stuff. But with back I didn't back, live in a position where I could easily yeah, get yeah. to I mean, a it's theater. It's, be, exactly. so, it's you know, it's at cool. the time I was living. On the lights. Well, you made up for it later. Yeah, yeah. So you made up for it. Well, I saw a lot of movies later. Because I remember, like, you know, when we were in high school and stuff, we saw a lot of movies. Every matinee. Matinees were cheap. Just all summer Uh, long. Just go see everything. But, uh, (laughs) but yeah, um, for me, the big memory that I always have that's the strong memory of that is that amongst sort of my peers, like the kids of that age, um, 
the whole it was all about like seeing Back to the Future as many times in theaters as you could. <laughs> oh wow! And it was like a contest of like really? how many times can you go see Back to the Future? Wow! Like, well, like a lot of people had like with like Star Wars like in back in the seven you know in the, mm-hmm. it, when it was out in seventy seven right, which is before our time, but. But a lot of people were like that. A lot of just people, they just kept going to Star Wars, you know. Um, it's like Titanic. You have to see it 12 times in the theater. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, I, I saw it once. <laughs> Many um, people did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that would be why it made a billion dollars. Well, however, what, $2 billion or whatever it was. A billion and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, yeah. Um, and I'm sure the actual numbers, like, were not really that impressive. Like, I'm sure it was like, like, you know, three, four times was probably, who saw that was probably who, the three, big number, times, right? right? Yeah. yeah, this was before, like, everybody had, like, because at that time, even if you had, like, a VCR, I mean, a lot of people had VCRs by then. Yeah, like, we're talking 85, yeah, for sure. Like, yeah. VCRs weren't that rare. But even if you had a VCR, you would usually wouldn't own movies. No. You would maybe rent, rent. them. Yeah. So, because, you, you know, that was back when VHS tapes were still quite expensive to buy them. Yeah, yeah. Um, so... Well, you, you you buy cheap blank ones and you just record stuff off yeah, TV. Yeah, so that, that, that thing of, like, the kids that sort of came a little bit after us, where they would have, like... They would watch movies over and over and over and over and over yeah. because they their family would own, the you disc. know, certain certain tapes. The disc? Um, Did you say the disc? Or disc, yes. later on, for oh, yeah. the later, generation for after. the next generation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, that hadn't really come along too much yet. So seeing things multiple times, it was like it really was basically either you saw it multiple times in the theater or you rented it multiple times on on tape when it came out. So I'm sure probably the number was only like, you know, three, four. Like maybe one kid was like, yeah, I saw it five times or something. He was lying. But but like, you know, (laughs) so it's not really impressive numbers, but... At the time, as kid, you know, as kids, then it was like, oh, like produce amazing. your ticket stubs. Yeah, <laughs> it was like amazing. Like, like, oh, you've seen it more than once. Like, whoa. Um, so yeah, that's what I remember about it when, yeah. it, was, when it was new. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and then, and then I remember really distinctly, obviously, because it was like four years later, uh, seeing part two. Yeah, see, I, I was, did not. I was a lot older by I the time. I didn't see that till it came to like VHS. Yeah, it, that was super exciting because I remember. Because uh, there was the whole thing about because part three was filmed immediately after, and you know the the whole making them back to back thing. Um, at the end of part two, they give you the tease. They, they had the teaser for yeah, part, part three, three right there yeah. at the end of part two. That blew my mind because the idea of like teasing having the teaser for the next movie at the end of the current movie. Well, I was just like, that well, because amazing. also like at that time, you know, pre-internet, I mean, you got most of your movie news out of magazines. Yeah. If you read the oh, magazine, yeah. you didn't even know. Most people, laughing most here. people didn't even, that's, it's true though. Yeah. 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 Most people didn't even know that six months from now, you're going to be watching the next one. Yeah. Like that, 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 that concept. Well, that's why they anything. put the teaser yeah. on yeah. the end of part two, because they wanted people to know, Hey, you don't have to wait long for the mm-hmm. next one. It's coming. Cause here it is. Actually, in, Sort of in, in sort of uh, in that same vein. That's the one thing I remember from seeing Back to the Future in the theater mm-hmm. is where it says at the end of Back to the Future to be continued. It didn't in the theater actually. Yeah, you're, the theater you're misremembering it. that because which which is I don't. Well, blame I've you seen it because it's the, like thirty years ago. But I know I've seen it a version in a theater that had that on the there. Re-release then it must have been a re-release yeah, late yeah. years later. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Because I remember that kind of... I don't blame you. It was 30 years ago. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm not saying you have a bad memory. No, I, I wouldn't you know, remember that either. Um, I just happened to know for a fact that it wasn't on there. Um, or, or, or because... Was there any sort of tag? I thought there was some sort of tag. And, and it wasn't like to be continued. Or, uh, I don't something I thought. think so. Really? The, the part one in... Well, like when they put yeah. it out on video, it, it says to be continued. Hmm. Yeah. Um, but even then, that was before the sequels are actually planned. So and I remember being so hyped as a kid, being a like, joke. they're going to make more, they're going to make more. Yeah. And then my, my, my dad, or even my dad or my mom were like, we're like, no, 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 that's just like a, a, a goof because of how they ended it. Like, right, don't, yeah. don't. That was the don't. intention. And then like, you know, and then they finally did come out with yeah. more. And I was like, I knew it. I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so that's probably what happened is you're probably thinking like. Remembering like, from when, when I it watched it. first came out on video. Because I remember watching it. Then, over they, but they and did over do, again on I'm video. I'm sure they did like uh, re-release, theatrical there, re-release, like, probably early on as well. I'm sure yeah. they probably did. Yeah. I don't know. I just remember seeing to be continued at the end of a movie, like being a huge thing. Yeah, it was definitely something that they put on as a joke originally because yeah, yeah. they did not plan on making sequels at all. Yeah, at the mm-hmm. time, and and the sequels were made only because well, it fits perfectly with how the movie ends. Yeah, exactly. You know, like this story, it's almost like. And the story goes yeah. on. Well, the, bo- the bo- Bob and Bob have always said that basically they would have ended it differently if they'd known that they were actually doing a sequel. Because right. the problem is is that by having that ending, they basically painted themselves in a corner as to what the sequel could – how the sequel could kind of start – because they knew that they would have to deal with future what they set up. They couldn't just ignore it because people would be be mad. Because yeah. people would be like, well, what happened to the ending of one? Like, like – you have to explain what happened there, right? No. The second one starts out with them getting out of the DeLorean going, poof, glad we solved that problem with yeah. your kids. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, a lot of, and people would have been pissed. Right? And people would have been terrible. And people would have been pissed if they'd done that. So they kind of had to deal with what they set up. But they had never intended that to be a full story because they were just meant it as a joke. Yeah. No. Um, the big thing being um, that they've said is um, that they would have never had Jennifer... Jennifer. With them in the car, yeah. if they'd known they were doing a sequel, because yeah, they, they had nothing for her to do. They just knock her out and, in and the next movie. A lot of people have noticed the fact in part two, like she's, most of the time, they just knock her out and yeah, she's just left. She's yeah. useless. And character. she does nothing, basically, right? Which well, is, she goes from being knocked out. She's yeah. in the car, mm-hmm. she gets knocked out, yep. mm-hmm. then she has to run around her house. Yeah. And hide in a closet. And then faints. And then faints. And, faints. and, then, and then spends the rest of the next two movies on a deck. Yep. Correct. <laughs> yep. So, I Great mean, and, and, you can, and you can you can criticize the fact that, like, well, they could have come up with something for her to do. But the whole point was that, you know, they had, the, the movie was following that bond of, of yeah. Doc and Marty. And if they hadn't put in that stuff of, like, with Jennifer there and with, you know, well, we got to deal with your kid, you know, we, we got to do something about your kids. And it's like, if they hadn't put that there, um, as the Bobs have said, like, they could have done anything. Like, the sequels could have been anything, right? Like, mm, like it would yeah. have opened up to, like, all kinds of crazy adventures because they wouldn't have been, they yeah. wouldn't have had to deal with this one specific thing. You mm. have to wait for the cartoon shows. So, so if you notice, I mean, much is made of you the You gotta whole, read the comic, it fills in the gap. Much is made of the whole <laughs> them going to the future at the beginning of part two stuff. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's not really the main storyline. And, no. and they kind of get out of it as quick as they can, yeah. really, like realistically like they, it's a whole sort of sequence mm-hmm. but 
you know, most of it is taken up by, you know, there's the action sequence of the hoverboard chase. Yeah. Yep. And, you know, it's, it's, um, there's not really a lot of story in, in the, in no. the future parts. No. Um, no. You know, because they, because they, they're really just establishing. Basically, like, they didn't want to do it. Yeah. Like, they had to go to the future because they set up, oh, we got to deal with your kids. Mm hmm. So they had to do that, but they didn't actually ever want to do that. Um, Bob Zemeckis has specifically said he doesn't like like movies future that stuff. try to predict the future or yeah. like future set movies because of the issue that's um, happening right now, which is everyone, yeah. everyone trying to compare the well, predictions yes, and all because, that. Because you know, yeah, exactly. Which is kind of what's so annoying because it was always just intended as they were just jokes. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he, he kind of deliberately like because he he doesn't really like future stuff. So basically, what he did is he just said like, well, okay. We'll just do basically. Uh, everyone's doing these like dystopian, dark futures, like Blade Runner and all this. So we'll make it the exact opposite of that. It's a bright future where everybody's kind of like you know there. There doesn't seem to be really be a lot of like problems. Well, I don't know. All the lawyers have been abolished. I mean, <laughs> yeah. that yeah, seems yeah, like yeah. it could be a but problem. That was, that was a joke as well. I know right? it's yeah. a joke. the whole Shakespeare well, it's, first it's, thing: kill all the lawyers. And it's also the joke right after, like the weathermen are right on time. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Weathermen are yeah, accurate. Yeah, the, the efficiency of the justice system, system. Now that all of uh, yeah. lawyers have been abolished. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, so there's those threads of like you could think about it as like oh that could be a problem but i mean on the surface of it it just seems like a nice shiny bright, happy shiny place. happy world um mm. and you know all the technology that's about and the stuff. only thing they really got right what it's a shiny happy world yeah, right that now? we live in a world that is just like like bombarded in that the same way at with with like everything is like super media super everything in the same way yeah that but they, i think that's everything is just I mean, it was compared to 1985 Modern day world well, is the video, video and like, internet and telephone. Yeah, I mean things and like, like the bombardment of just kind of um, everything is so like much. It's so much louder than it was. The world is so much yeah. louder than it was in 1985. Yeah. you know, but it's yeah, still. I, I mean, it, it. Yeah, but like now it just feels like it's the same old world with all that noise layered on top. Yeah. Whereas, well, like, you, you got to understand though, we live through the intervening time. Whereas, like, though. in 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 the future, in Back to the Future, in the twenty fifteen of Back to the Future, <laughs> the future. Um, everything looks very like uh, everything's all nicely mm -hmm. like built and and it's all everything's new, everything's clean, everything's you know, and it doesn't feel chaotic either. No. It all feels nice and uh -huh. smooth, and everyone's yeah. just sort of walking around. Well, because it was done on you know back lot and everything's yeah. all yeah. controlled and yeah. planned out, yeah. so. It has that sort of feel of, it's that perfect kind of, um, it's that very comfortable sort of artificiality. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's like that's you want to live in a world like that because it's very yeah. simple, because of the fact that it's just things all prearranged on a backlot set, mm -hmm. you know. And it just feels very, you know, it's like going to Disneyland. It just feels like like I could live here because it's just life is so simple and clean and perfect, you know. And it's you know it's it's completely. Uh, an illusion because yeah. obviously you, you know life can't be like that yeah. you know yeah. but that's the whole point is it's the escapism yes you know so but um i mean it's just a, it's also an issue of just practicality because when you're making a movie it's just so much easier yeah. to do what you need to do when you have like a back lot and a mm -hmm. set and stuff and you can just set things up um but uh the interesting thing of course is that uh the idea of like the nostalgia thing where like there's like cafe 80s and yeah. the and the yes. and there's the little um the store with all the sort of the memorabilia yeah memorabilia the stuff buster. like that like that's 
actually not far off of like what it's, it's actually true. like. I know. Yeah. Except, except that's just like the hipster movement. Yeah, but I mean, like, but nostalgia is like a big thing, and yeah. there's and you know, there's tons of stuff on on like you know on YouTube and things like that of like people talking about. I sort of want to go to the cafe eighties. Yeah, like when I saw it in the film again, I was like. Mm-hmm. I want to go there. Well, did you see the thing about Pepsi? They're putting out that the, the, the editions of the like Pepsi Perfect. Yeah, yeah the Perfect. It's like twenty dollars a bottle, and it's just regular Pepsi in it. Yeah, sure, yeah. but it's just you know you're getting it for the bottle basically yeah, for yeah. the commemorative. <laughs> yeah, because there's Pepsi in it. Uh, you're not getting it for the Pepsi. Well, <laughs> some people like Pepsi. Um, Pepsi's all right. If you like Pepsi? Stop listening to this podcast right now. <laughs> Don't listen. Don't listen to him. We're not racist sure. like that. Uh, but uh, yeah, um, getting paid by the Coca-Cola. Yeah, company. yeah. <laughs> and then that Coke box. You're gonna have to answer to the Coca-Cola, Coca-Cola company, company for this. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> Doctor Strange love for yeah. you. There. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I just think it's interesting that that aspect of. I mean, I know we said we weren't really going to talk about the predictions, but no. I mean, predicting that there's going to be nostalgia is not really prediction. There's no. always going to be nostalgia. Yeah. You know, in the 80s, I mean, the whole thing in the first movie is, like, in the 80s, there was people who had nostalgia for the 50s, 50s, you know, because that was their childhood, right? People always have nostalgia for the era of their childhood. Yeah, of course. Well, look at all the 80s stuff that's coming back now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because of that. Yeah. But it's just funny to think that here's a movie that was made in the 80s Mm -hmm. that is talking about 80s nostalgia from the point of view of a future time, Time, which that is unusual. Like the idea that there will always be nostalgia is, is obviously is, you know, a true thing, but, um, it's unusual to see a movie that's actually made in the eighties. That's trying to look back on it, you know, even if only half successfully, because obviously there's still elements of it that date it to the time it was made. And you think like, well, you know, look at all that, like, bright spandex and stuff mm. like that that people are wearing in, supposedly in 2015 and you're like well that's not really what's happening now but um you know uh so so i mean there's still those traces of the fact that it's made in the 80s but it's neat to see something that is made in the that's sort of trying to depict semi-realistic nostalgia about a time that it exists in mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um on the other hand, I'm also kind of reading more into it than what's really intended because yeah. a lot of it was just intended as jokes. Yeah, yeah. Um, as always. Well, yeah. I mean, for example, the the fact that all their kids look just like them. Yeah. Which I mean, clearly, a, a straight up a joke because I don't know, man. You look a lot like your dad. <laughs> yes, but grow grow your beard back yeah. in and see the gray come out. Yeah, and yeah. it'll be Fair looking enough. pretty. Fair enough. But put some glasses on you. Yeah. Michael J. Fox does not look at all like Crispin Glover. No. But I mean that's but no, that's true. But that's an aspect of the whole yeah. casting, you yeah, know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, but you know, it yeah. it the ge- it skips a generation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, in the so, case of Martin McFly's kids, Martin, wow, did Martin's Jennifer get screwed by like, the fact that both kids look like him and not like her? Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, well, that was which just, is fine because he, she doesn't look like herself in the second one either right, because they right. changed actresses. Are we going to address that? So yeah. you should address that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Two Jennifers. Watching these movies back to back. Yeah. Uh, brought a lot of things. Out, really. Um, yeah. Brought a lot of things out in Back to the Future Two, which I th- could put out a recommendation here. Do not watch these movies back to back. You will enjoy <laughs> them more if you. Put well, time I think, between watching them. Okay, I I would add a little bit of a of a an addendum to that though because 
Watching part two and part three. Oh no, no! I just mean straight up one and two is amazing. I'm just saying one and two. Because you see all of the connections that yes, they set yeah, up, all the foreshadowing fine. Fine. that they set up in two that pays off in three. Because those were because they were written at the same time and they were shot back to back. Like even though the stories are very different, um, mm-hmm. the the amount of things that are like the little things that are placed to pay off in the third. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Like I, I'm just talking about Back to the Future yeah, one yeah, and Back to the yeah, Future two. I, I get it. It's, um, well, I, I guess we, it was four years between about, them. Talking about Back to the Future 1. Almost, Back to the Future 1 has... Um, we haven't really talked about Back to the Future. Back to the Future 1, yeah. Well, um, it's because it's, it's, it's a, October 21st, 2015. There is a style. Back to the Future 2. It's Technically, people are saying, oh, Back to the Future Day. It's really technically should be Back to the Future Part 2 Day. day. Yeah. <laughs> well, what was it? As of tomorrow, all of the Back to the Future will be in the past. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it would be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, yeah it's it was, a big, those movies, no part yeah, of that movie actually takes yeah, place in the future. Yeah, it's anymore. not in the future anymore. Um, yeah, there. Back to the Future One is so good. Yeah, uh, the pacing of the movie is brilliant. Yeah, it is. It's all oh, the original. Not definitely a very the, long movie. The original is definitely it, the best quite, overall. It's quite right? short. Uh, you know, and it moves so quickly. They yeah. move you along. There, the dialogue just. Two, 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 two. It's every line is almost quotable, um, and which we do. Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah. Mayor Goldie Wilson. <laughs> I like the sound of that. Um, that's that's yeah. That's, um, that's from one. That's from one. That's where he goes oh, back that's in right, time. Because right. he's, he's the the janitor. You'll see. I'll clean up this town one day. Yeah. yeah. Start yeah. with the floor. You start by sweeping yeah. the floor. The, the the snappy dialogue. The music. Even though the music was done by the same guy for all three movies, yeah. the music in the first one is so perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, it's well, the, the movies, themes. The, the themes. The themes basically stay all the way through. Yeah, I the mean, movie just they're just pushes you along at a at a pace that it, when it's over, you're like you're like I was just on a ride. Yeah. No. I when I was watching that first movie again, as I watched it, I was like. This movie does not waste a single scene. No. no. Every single scene is setting up either some sort of relationship between the characters or some sort of plot point that they'll come back to. Yeah. Like, there's nothing wasted there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's where watching the second one... I'm going to have an unpopular opinion here, I realize. Maybe. Watching the second one's close to the first one. I didn't know I... Well, thanks for making a giant pause that I have to edit out. <laughs> I'm pausing for dramatic effect. I didn't know. Pausing I, for boring effect. <laughs> I didn't know that I felt this way about the second one. As it had been a few years since I'd seen the second one. I'd seen the first and the third recently. And we just killed Rob. <laughs> we just killed Rob. Right. I'm not going to say I don't like the second one. Yeah. But I like it less than I thought. Okay. I found it. See, I watched them. I, I found so much sorry. of it just like... Uh, you, how the second one and the third one play off each other because mm-hmm. of of the the events like sort of go back and forth between mm-hmm. the two. Yeah. Uh, so much of the second movie are just like Shit, you man. remember that because it's in the first movie. Like it's just it almost repeats the first movie in some ways, beat for beat in a lot of areas uh, because they just do the same thing but they do it in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think the. the Dialogue and the pacing and the music are not as... It's not a tight as movie. 
mm-hmm. as the first one. And this I, is where I, I feel if I had watched these a week apart, mm-hmm. I may not have noticed that as much. Uh, okay. But watching them back to back, the second yeah. one, I was just like, when does this end? Yeah. How long do they uh, fart the around second, with this? Part like, two. I don't remember this. Part two <laughs> is is definitely a more flawed movie. Um, it is by far the le- the lowest rated as far as overall like critical yeah. view and 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 that sort of stuff. I can see that. Which um, is interesting because of when I talk to you talk to people about these movies, mm-hmm. most people that I've talked to like one and two a lot. Not really fans of the third one. Well, people, and I don't know if that's just because they don't like westerns. Well, a lot or of times it's because people haven't seen them too in much a long of a stretch. Time. And also, when they think about them, they just think of all the sort of flashy stuff about part two. Oh, yeah. they go to the future. Oh, there's the hoverboard. Oh, it's so yeah, cool, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. But when you actually yeah. break them down and you look at them, uh, three is actually a much more solid movie. Yeah, um, it's just less flashy because yeah. it's all it, it takes place entirely in the old yeah. west. I think the big thing with two is. Um, when watching one, at no point do I go, uh, that's why, huh? Like, watching two, consistently. Well, and like, part, and part so of the many things too, about it, you're just like, like you, that's you, not, no, that's not, Yeah, what? like, you talked about the future stuff, and part of that. Well, that, not even the future stuff, just things like, really bothers me, the whole movie, and so much of the mm-hmm. movie doesn't, it's in, the, a lot of the movie is engineered around the fact that the almanac is the size of a magazine. Yeah. A 50-year sports album would be the Obviously. size of a phone book. Yes, everybody knows that, Chris. And it's it called, makes... I know that. It's called that. a joke. It's called a joke. But the problem is, is so much of the movie is hinged on the fact that it's small enough to tuck into his pocket. Yes, I understand. And stuff like that. It's... It makes it's me joke. scratch my head. That never bothered Because it's, nothing like that happens in the first movie. Well, except, for example... I'll give you a perfect example from the first movie. Uh, people used to write them letters and stuff, obviously, because this is pre-internet. Oh. Um, and complain about... Um, how in the scene when uh, Marty first goes back uh, to the 50s, it, yeah. when, he, when he first uses the, the DeLorean, um, and he's driving, he's, he's uh, there's the chase, right? Oh, right, right, right. He's right. driving away from the Libyans. The, Lib- the Libyans! Yeah. They've come for their plutonium. Yeah. Um, the Libyans. When he's driving away. <laughs> Timely when, Libyans. When the shots cut back and forth, when yeah. the shots cut back and forth, you can see um, the odometer on the DeLorean going up and down because yeah. obviously they were filmed at different times. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's not consistent, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. and they used to actually get letters of people complaining about this, oh, about really? the, the continuity issue of that. Yeah. And Bob Gale basically said, if you're paying attention to that, then, yeah. you know, the movie's obviously not working for mm-hmm. you because that should be the last thing on your yeah. mind. Like, the first thing on your I mind should be that's a little bit. I feel that's a little bit different than the no, Almanac, but... I, but yeah. my point... I'm, I'm making yeah. a point, though. My point is, is that, like Rob said... He, that never bothered him, right? And it didn't bother me because the thing is, is you know that's the case. Obviously, that's yeah, the yeah, case. Yeah. But it doesn't matter mm-hmm. because the story yeah. just pulls you along. Yeah. Should keep you and it works. Engaged. It works, right? Yeah, because well, the thing was is if they, they didn't a, have to make it a fifty-year almanac I, because it, the, really the 30. only part of the almanac that mattered was like basically nineteen fifty yeah. to nineteen sixty. Yeah. Uh, you know, by then, Biff, in well, fact, even less than that, because when you go to the Biff Museum and he watches the, the, you watch the video about mm-hmm. how Biff Tannen became, Basically like, was literally, he was instantaneously a millionaire, and then... Well, no, actually, because it specifically says he had to wait, like, a few years, because oh, yeah, he couldn't yeah. actually gamble until he was 21. 21, <laughs> but, uh, but, like, by the time he started gambling... By the early 70s. Yeah, exactly, rich, yeah, like, yeah. Um, um, but that, I mean, and it's it's not something that makes the movie bad. Like in no way does that in, make the, the like the movie yeah. worse. It's just the movie is has a number of these things. You're just like that's 
it's it's it, it, illusion breaker. Yeah, and and as long to as a, to a degree, but I think that um, you're to to worry about that is sort of oh, and I, yeah, I don't mean to, I don't mean to nitpick it's, on that. Like, that's the reason why I use the odometer example yeah. is because I realize it's not exactly the same no, no. thing. But what I'm saying is is that. You and want, I did notice you want that, to not but, overthink but these I, too much because well, no, they're I knew about it. It's yeah, one yeah, of those things. Yeah. Sometimes Someone's when you mentioned it, the most you know, an, another one that's really, when you know a continuity error. Every yeah. time you watch the movie, oh, it's, uh, it sticks another, out. another great one is uh, uh, the scene in in the first movie one where um, they're in George McFly's yard. Yes, and Marty's talking to him about like you know where he's like um, wants to like try to like tra- train him to like give a punch to, right. to punch Biff and all that stuff. And uh, there's the thing where Marty's, um, the the flap on the pocket in Marty's shirt goes in and out. Uh, As a, from, uh, from take to, from, 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 from cut to, to cut. cut. Uh, whatever. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's just one of those things. It's very, very obvious when you see it. Subtle continuity here. Yeah. Well, it's not that subtle because it's extremely, like, in your face. But again, yeah, never if you're following it. the story, well, it's, I think it's if and you you're know about what it, they're saying, you know, yeah. you know, exactly. Now, now I'm going to see it every time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, sorry about <laughs> but that. But the thing is, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's, it's like, like who cares? It's up there with the Star Wars, the the, the, the yeah. stormtrooper banging his head. Yeah. I now see it every time, I even see though it every time I probably now. saw the movie twelve times and never noticed. Yeah. Now I can't unsee it. It's right when the radio cuts in. Yeah, yeah. Now I can't unsee it. They also put the sound effect in, so it makes a little bit more overt. Yeah, yeah. Well, it became a joke. It's become a joke. Like in it's in the own mood, yeah, so yeah. But yeah. well, because um, they even in episode two they had yeah. uh, they had uh, Django um, hit his head on the door briefly mm-hmm. yes. to imply that he passed the hitting your head on the door yeah. gene down. Yeah, yeah. Well, that will be in the new movie to the clones. That will definitely be in the it's new movie because the movies they rhyme. Ryan. Yeah. yeah, I don't understand. It's like that. poetry. I didn't watch that video, Robin. <laughs> I, 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 I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Anyways, yeah, um, yeah. So, uh, wow. I mean, going way, way back, way. Uh, as far as the recasting thing goes, yeah, yes, Jennifer. Um, so very. Impress- well, there's a couple of recastings. In the this. very impressive thing about these movies is how much of the cast follows through the entire thing. Yeah, um, even to the point of in part two. When you see uh, the scene with Biff walking down the street in the 50s mm-hmm. where he's going to pick up his car. Yeah. And he runs into the, uh, Lorraine. $300! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, totally derails you. Right. Yeah, so this is what happens. He's, 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 he's going down the street, blah, blah, blah. She's got her dress, right? And yeah, it's yeah. the scene where she has, she's gotten her dress for the dance. Yeah. And she's got her friend with her. Yes. And that is one of the friends from the first movie. They yeah. actually brought back, like, this, like, bit player that has, like, no part in the story, but it's the same, it's one of the same girls from the school that was one of her friends in the first movie, right? So to, to actually go to that length, you know, and obviously all the main characters, you know, mm-hmm. they, they keep bringing back. Um, so certainly it was their intention to keep that consistency. Even, I mean, even down to the, like the, the aspect of they just knew that like dramatically and for an audience, it would be better to have the characters playing themselves at the different ages and stuff like that. Yeah. Rather than the conventional thing where you cast the old version the young version separately, yeah. right? Different actors. Um, in a way, because it's even though there is some dodgy makeup here and there throughout the the series, it's not the only dodgy effects. Um, it's the other thing about the second movie. Wow. Even though there's some dodgy makeup, thirty years old. Yeah, the, <laughs> the fe- first movie didn't 
I mean, because the because this just in part two they were doing some effects that were completely new, that new flying cars, yeah, yeah, that were yeah, like yeah. unprecedented, yeah. Um, and always when you push, you know, the effects envelope, yeah. you end up with uh, having not everything's going to look amazing. On the first go. <laughs> well, you'll notice in the first movie, right? They completely avoided any duplication. Oh yeah. The 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 only crossover at all is at the very end of the first movie, Marty arrives just like seconds before the. The, the the other version of him goes back in time, goes back but in. they're separated by a good distance. Yeah. He's just looking well, down yeah, on the well, parking lot. Marty line. is the, you hear Marty from behind the car when the Libyans are about to shoot him, and yeah. he goes no when they shoot after they shoot Doc. Yeah. You never actually see so, him in the right. same. Yeah. So in the second one, where they have a lot of duplication of mm-hmm. the same actor in the scenes and stuff like that, like that kind of stuff, and then having like actual moving shots, mm-hmm. that was all like pretty much experimental yeah, stuff yeah. at the time. That was done fantastically to what that was possible. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, well, technically it wasn't possible, yeah. and they made it possible to do that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just one of those things because, again, this is a side effect of watching them back to back. Yeah. Uh, because they didn't try any of that stuff in the first one. Yeah. Uh, it stands out more. Now, yeah. again, if you separate well, I mean, those by like a week, even you in the first, I mean, you, if you really want to get like nitpicky, you can criticize things oh, yeah. like in the first one. The, the the fire tracks are comped in so you can see like the actors are actually standing in, in, in and the yeah. fire is going right through them as yeah, if they're not yeah. they're ghosts because yeah. it's all comped which always sounds it's weird because I was like they couldn't do it's not the greatest comp. I mean they stand they don't stand in the flames for like long enough that that couldn't have been real fire uh, like uh, there's, <laughs> there's, there's don't want to put your actors standing in fire yeah <laughs> The fire is not very high, and there's lots of well, we don't clothing know the, you can wear. We don't know the exact circumstances. Fire, fire battle. Generally fire speaking, battle. generally speaking, yeah. you don't want to do that. Yeah. Um, so I mean, it's fine. But my point is, is that it's not a problem. It looks fine yeah, for yeah, the purposes yeah. of the movie. Exactly. A yeah. movie made in the mid '80s, like yeah. it looks fine. You don't really looks think a lot about better it than a lot of But I'm just saying, like, you could nitpick that, you know, if you yeah, wanted to. Yeah, no. um, but right. I, I mean, criticizing effects from that time is like kind of yeah, really yeah, yeah. sort of pointless well, to a large degree. Uh, I, I just feel, it's always one of those things like if you well, contextualize were, it for the time, they were actually far in advance of what was happening. Yeah. Again, they had their backs to the wall other movies. when they made two because they had to make it in the future, which meant they were going to have to do something effects wise a lot, you know, just because or just sink tons of money into practical, which probably wouldn't wasn't practical. Well, I mean, Literally there is a lot of practical. practical so, there is a lot of practical you know, stuff in terms um, of like there was a. Uh, there was a, um, you know, there was cars on like on crane cranes wires, and stuff, like, yeah. like wire rigs and stuff like that to move them, them down. To move I mean, them around. most most of the stuff just comes into it's just the fully flying. The composite is always our, yeah. our models, but um, yeah, I mean, I, it's things like yeah. the the doing the handoffs from one character yeah, to yeah, another yeah. that are played by the same person. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was phenomenal back then. Yeah. Like the the idea that you could even depict that on film mm-hmm. even if you can tell now that it's fake like mm-hmm. the idea of being able to do that like blew people's minds back then like the idea and and how difficult it was to pull that off yeah yeah you but, know because uh, i mean at best they would do where they just you know two characters are on the same screen but clearly you know well, the mean, effects, you can, it's, you it's can, just a cut film you and you can then clean all that up digitally now yeah, right yeah. it makes didn't no... exist back then yeah so being able to actually have it where you know uh uh, you know, 
when Marty when Marty takes the hat off of Marty Jr. and puts it on himself mm-hmm. in all in the same shot, like that was like blew people's minds back then because there's just no way that you could do that, yeah, right? Yeah. So I mean, that was a really you know mm-hmm. stuff like that. It was like you'd see it now and you're like, well, it looks fake, but it's an incredible effect when you consider what was available to them at the time. And this watching now. It's been a few years since I've seen this, too. Yeah. But just watching the Back to the Future also had a real revelation. When he goes back to 1955 and he runs into Doc and Doc puts the mind-reading thing on him that yes. doesn't work. Yes. Yeah. Um, and you see Doc as a dog. A small puppy. Right. Yes. I. This is the first time I clearly realized it wasn't Einstein. No, it's Copernicus. It was Copernicus. Yeah. Because and, Einstein or Copernicus would be dead by by well, yeah. because he would later. be the oldest dog in the world. Thirty years later, and I somehow never realized it. I mean, he says the dog's name in, yeah. in that, t- and I, I guess I had always missed that. And I was like, "Oh, look, it's Einstein when he was a puppy," and and I realized not thirty years. No way, that would be a thirty-year-old completely dog. different dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be I mean, different. I mean, type unless of dog. he went back in time and got with his time machine and got. <laughs> although it should be, although it should be noted that Einstein was a different dog in the sequels, obviously, yes. and uh, they obviously they oh, tried, happens, they tried so. to match him as close as possible. But yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. they 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 kind of I think they had to paint his fur a little bit to get him the right to, shape and stuff. Stuff. Yeah, well, he's a similar breed, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah no, no. It's, it's like just, they, they got another. They dog. tried to match it, but they kind of. Apparently yeah. they put like you know I guess some kind of makeup or like makeup they on painted him. his fur uh-huh. sure. in some way yeah. to kind of make him match. You know better. the names of the dogs, right? That's your trivia. That the you real, know. the real ones. Yeah, I don't actually. Tiger and I think the second one is Freddy or something like. Really? That. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. Tiger and Freddy. Um, so when they were calling, not as good as Copernicus. So, so when Einstein. he was calling him Einstein, he was just like, he had yeah. no idea what they're talking no, about because yeah. that's not his name. Yeah. It's like that's not my name. <laughs> that's not my name. Why do they keep calling me that? <laughs> so. Yeah, no, I'm sure he was a trained movie dog. Movie dog. Movie dog. Just some um, random movie dog. dog. Wandered uh, onto the lot. But, uh, yeah, yeah, so Copernicus, yeah. So, I mean, the idea is just, you know, Doc is obviously a dog lover, and yeah. uh, he always has a dog. He always yeah. names him after, you know, classic scientists. Puts him in suspended animation um, while he was away. It's <laughs> true. Yeah. yeah, he does. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, well, like, another little joke with, with Doc is um, when... They have the joke, like another one of those subtle jokes that isn't isn't um, spelled out, but it's there for people that are watching. Um, when Marty has that dinner or whatever with Lorraine's family, mm-hmm. yes, uh, and there's the thing about, um, you know, do you have a television set? And yeah. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we've got two of yeah. two televisions. He's you kidding. must be rich. Yeah. yeah, and and the mom's like, oh, he's he's just uh, you know he's just. Joking with you, like yeah. like, like nobody has two nobody televisions. Has two well, that whole dinner scene. Doc has two, two televisions, televisions in the fifties because yeah. they actually show yeah. in part one he's got the TV in the in the um, in like the, the workshop, the workshop the and then in the sitting room and then he's, he's got, got his one. main like like living room TV yeah, yeah. that you well, see in part two. Well, he has a mansion or in part he, three, he does have a mansion. He does yeah. have a mansion. No, I know. But he that was from his family, right? He inherited the mansion from his family. Yeah. But presumably he inherited a, a decent a amount, of amount of money, money. as well, yeah. right? Which he put into like his research and stuff. Yeah. Um, well, that whole dinner scene is great because, like, well, he says he, he says TV. he basically used like a large portion of his family fortune yeah. to come up with the uh, you know the time machine, the time machine, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he ends up, of course, as you say, he deliberately uh, he the insurance frauded yeah. his, his own mansion to get yeah. the the extra money yeah. to finish it off. Um, Burned it down, but that that whole dinner scene is great. It's just which is one another joke. Great that's... line 
after another. They don't actually say because they talk about the two TVs, yeah. and then he's like, "Oh, I've seen this episode." Must have been a yeah. rerun. And yeah, it's, it's brand new. It's brand new. What's a rerun? What's a rerun? Because of course, before syndicated television, yeah. and then the mother's like, "Oh, uh, Marty, I, I, you, you seem familiar. I do. I think I know uh, your mother." Yeah, yeah. And then he's like, he kind of yeah. he sort of glances at her, his side glance. Yeah, you probably know her. Yeah, yeah. And it's just, it's. I think maybe you do. And then when he leaves, and he's like. Lorraine, you ever have a kid that turns out like that? I'll disown you. Yeah, yeah. 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 And the mother's like, oh, I like that kid. He's a moron. Yeah. He's, a, he's an idiot. He's an idiot. Come, yeah, comes yeah. from the parents. I bet his parents are idiots, too. comes from the upbringing. Yeah. 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 I bet his parents are idiots, idiots, too. Yeah. 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 No. yeah. No, I but mean, like, but like, that's those jokes. Just, those are the things that you can... Those is, are the jokes that you can yeah. do when... In a situation of, like, that... The kind of story that they're telling. I mean, you can't do those jokes without... Like, it's like... The time travel aspect is not... Like, we're not, it, this is not tricky, kind of, like, cerebral, like, like this this goes with this, and this causes this kind well, of time travel story. The time travel, no, the time travel literally makes no sense in this movie. It is straight but, made up. No, like, it, it's much effect. better in part two, actually, because in <laughs> yeah. part two, like, they actually, everything actually works because yeah. it's the whole, they, they talk about the whole um, alternative timelines that, yeah, that yeah, offshoot yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Um, so the reason why, like, in part two... The reason why they have to fix things is not because, you know, history has been changed necessarily. It's because they are now stuck in the new timeline. Yeah. So they, they can't. Are, they can't even go they back are to from the. So the, you can never actually change history in the sense of like actually changing your own history mm-hmm. because then that would cause uh, yeah. like a um, what do they call paradox? It? Paradox, right? Because how would you change your own history? because that would then prevent you from changing your own history in the first place mm. and it would just be a paradox mm-hmm. um so that's why like whenever they travel through time and change things they they have the memories of yeah. their original timeline not the new timeline because yeah. they're from the original timeline yeah but the problem is is in the first movie they do kind of have where like well that's where the ending of the first movie is and it's both funny the first and movie, kind of when you break down how it actually works in the first movie it doesn't make sense no, because well, they end the first Marty movie Marty preventing his own birth should not be possible. No. And also he get, when paradox. he gets when he gets even just the very ending because when he gets back mm-hmm. his family like his mom and dad or yeah. you're golfing his brother is well, doesn't lesson... order fast food and he's the only one who hasn't changed. Exactly. And it's like, it's like it makes no wait, sense. wait 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 and not only like that. Oh, well, actually, I guess technically Jennifer hasn't changed either. But well, we'll, we'll just how assume you know? if the second yeah. movie is anything to go by, we'll just assume she spent all that time unconscious. So why would she have changed? Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so yeah. Well, we got we got off track again. So which is what, fine. What track were we uh, on? The recasting. So yeah. oh, oh yeah, the right. Recasting. So recasting. so they kept. Oh my, God. my point. My point was <laughs> rolling they, back to twenty the minutes ago. They kept was that they kept the casting like as consistently as they could. Yeah. Now, the main recasting that they did was obviously they didn't get Crispin Gulliver back for the sequels. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, it's a long and sordid story that I'm not yeah. going to get into here. Anybody who knows anything about the behind the scenes of Back to the Future movies already knows about it. Yeah. Uh, if you don't know about it, just look it up. The whole story is out there. But basically, uh, they weren't able to make a deal with him because his agent, I guess, or you know, his representation of some sort, was making all kinds of like sort of demands on his behalf about the kind of deal that he wanted and mm. the, the kind of benefits he wanted and stuff like that. That was like, you know, they were just, he was, they were just basically asking for a r- ridiculous deal. That was like more than what like Christopher Lloyd and Michael J. Fox were getting, you know, and it was just completely out of whack with his. Oh, this is before 
Well, this is probably right around the time when people started to realize Chris Glover was a crazy person. Um, but like, well, he was always kind of eccentric. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> but yeah. So, no question, he's an extremely important part of the first movie. He, mm. His performance is amazing. Yeah, he's great as George McFly, yeah. um, and it's a it's a it's a key part of it. But you know, they didn't really have a lot of choice. It was like they couldn't just be like, "Well, sure, we'll." give you everything that you're asking for because it was just ridiculous um and so they had to you know have a show of force that that they you know yeah and they went ahead without him so oddly enough they went through to great lengths to avoid kind of showing the fact that they didn't have christmas love um they had an actor that they basically kept well for the future stuff when he's old really old yeah like the 2015 stuff yeah uh, they put him upside down, yeah, yeah, uh, and then, and in heavy like prosthetics, yeah. So you can't really tell there. And, I mean, you 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 don't, you don't even really see his face except for a few seconds barely, in the barely, film, yeah. yeah. And then in the when they go back to 50, 1955 in the later part of the movie, um, he, uh, you know, they keep him kind of. They never really show him fully. There's a couple of shots where they showed Kristen Glover from like outtake footage, yeah, from yeah. the first movie, which I think, if I'm not mistaken, they got in trouble for that because. That was back. I was using his well, that was back before there was really like strict rules about that, and oh, yeah, and yeah. it was like something that kind of came about after this. That was like it was a it was like a legal thing where it was just like you can't just use you know yeah. people without paying them, um, but uh, or at least you know getting clearance from them. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, uh, which is funny actually because I think if they'd used footage from the first movie that's actually in the movie, they probably would have got a away with it, way with it yeah, yeah i think because they used unused footage um that that like, wasn't clear that's so what causes yeah, the legal yeah. issue since it's not specifically footage from the movie uh-huh. itself but anyways i'm not entirely sure about that but that's that's what i recall yeah. hearing um all the other shots are done with him like out of focus yeah. in the background they did put a little bit of prosthetic like on him just to like the, make the shape the, of his i mean the face. guy that they got yeah did, did a fine job like there yeah. was no like it wasn't like it's not. It's uh, not like distractingly clearly like that's not Christmas no. Walker, and and they know, like, and they went to great lengths to do that because they didn't want to distract from yeah. that. And then of course in part three, like they didn't really. Need yeah, him. they didn't need him. They didn't so need that any was of fine. Characters. Yeah. Um, which makes the Jennifer thing all the stranger because yeah. they're that's straight out front. There's no attempt to yeah. disguise the fact, which there couldn't be given like yeah. her place in the story. Obviously, how do you how do you disguise that? Well, they reshot a couple scenes with the new Jennifer. Yeah, but it's not like they reshot the scenes and inserted them into the original movie. No. The disparity is still there. Yeah, right? yeah. And speaking of which, when you watch them back to back, because you watch the scene, you watch the end scene of the first one, yeah. and then you basically rewatch yeah, the next scene, and you can tell some of the shots people have, are... People have put them like side by side yeah, on the yeah, screen, and it's really weird because yeah. their timing drifts... Apart because apart, the yeah. timing on and some the of them, some of them, different. like some of the shots are more tightly cropped in. So yeah. Jennifer, the previous I don't remember the previous actress's name, Claudia Wells. Claudia Wells, she's like so she's cut out of the shot yeah. the way they cropped. So I mean, it. what happened with that you know. was basically Claudia Wells, like essentially there was like some family stuff going on. I think maybe like um, uh, like her mother was sick or I like was her mother was sick. Uh, yeah, yeah. There was like I think there was a few other things too, but that was like the main one. Um, and so she basically just was not available because she was basically not acting at that point, uh, because she was dealing with the family stuff. And then she never really got back kind of into it. Um, I mean, she did a couple of things later on, but not much. 
Um, I think she runs like a she runs like a like a jewelry store or something. Uh, just never took off as an actress after that. Yeah. Well, no, she just never really got back to yeah. it because it just became a thing where she wasn't like mm-hmm. passionate about getting back yeah. into it. Right. Um, Com- compare, compare contrast to replacing her with Elizabeth Shue, right? Who became like a humongous yeah, it was up and coming. Actress. Um, so yeah, uh, yeah. So I mean, that's the thing. So it was kind of a sad thing because it was it wasn't like she had some problem with them or no. that they didn't want her back. It was just the circumstances mm-hmm. of her life. But again, like as Rob already said, like she spends most of the second movie unconscious. And literally is in like eight seconds at the end of the well, a little more, yeah, like but, two minutes at the how, end of the third but, movie. But, yeah, but I mean, <laughs> if they had been able to get Claudia Wells back, like they may have actually done mm-hmm. more with her, just because true they would have at least that way the continuity would have been mm-hmm. intact, and you know they that may have made them think like, oh, maybe we'll add a couple, maybe yeah. we'll come up with a couple of scenes of something that Jennifer can do since they, they got her. But I Again, think, part of that, because, you know, if they could have changed how the first one ended, yeah. no, yeah. just Jennifer not there at the end of the first one. Yeah, well, that know? was what and they then, said and they then, would have And then guess what? Like, you never need, would have needed... I mean, not that it was a problem. The I mean, I, the, the scene where in two, where she is stuck in the house, and yeah. then she runs into herself and all that. Yeah. That's a good scene. It's a funny it's, scene. It's funny. It's alright. You get to I, see some of the scene honestly, not, you get to see some of the movie not from Marty's I think, eyes. I think Elizabeth, which, yeah. I think Elizabeth Shue has obviously done some good things with her career. Yeah. She was up and coming at the time. Yeah. Obviously still quite new. Um, I prefer Claudia Wells' Jennifer, because not just because it's the original, but I just think she just fit better. Um, I think Elizabeth Shue was not quite in the right mode for it. Like it, her acting style at the time, at least kind of, it stood out as being different. It just didn't Mm. click as well. I think the chemistry, I think was a lot better Mm -hmm. with Michael J. Fox and Claudia Wells. Originally it was actually, uh, the Jennifer actress was actually somebody else completely different. Um, because, uh, when Eric Stoltz was Marty. Uh, speaking of the biggest recast that you never saw. The, the recast you never saw, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when Eric Stoltz was Marty. Um, well, that footage is out there. You can when see they, it. When they decided. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There's some. There's not a very Not much. a ton of it. There's not a very much, but there's it's, some. Some demos. It's not inherently terrible. No. But it's one of those things. It's only because bad you've because you've seen the have... movie a million yeah. times with Michael J. Fox and he was so and perfect. So good, yeah. If it had come out that way, like if they had We wouldn't know it, any better. If they had finished it with Aristotle's, it would have still been good, but it would have been different and it wouldn't be as good objectively because, just because he wasn't right for the movie mm-hmm. and that's why they made the change. Uh, they always wanted Michael J. Fox from the beginning, but they couldn't get him because of family ties. Yeah. Um, so, and, and there's a great story, you know, I, I, I don't like to tell a lot of the things because, you know, that all that stuff is out there. People can, can read about that stuff. But there's a great story about where they, they, uh, they wanted Michael J. Fox from the beginning, but they couldn't, you know, get him because of family ties. And they went and they gave the script to the producer of family ties because they wanted to try to convince him that that uh you know to to let them have michael, michael j fox and he read it and he was like this is a great script i can never show this to michael because because <laughs> if i do he'll want to do it yeah and I, I can't let that happen um so they they so they went ahead with their stories because they were like well we have no choice we have to start making this movie 
Um, and I guess it was whatever, a few weeks in, right? I don't remember the exact amount of time, but they just were like, this is not working. Um, so they went back and they were managed to make a deal where the producer from Family Ties, he was like, he's like, okay, he's like, I'll let him do it. But if, if he wants to, I'll let him do it. But Family Ties comes first. Like there can't be any kind of, you know, um, conflict, conflict there. So basically Michael J. Fox made the whole first movie and actually, uh, the first bit of shooting on part two, because of course Family Ties ran so long, uh, the first, even though it was four years later, he was still working on it. Um, basically doing it all at night and on weekends and then doing Family Ties all the rest of the time. So That's he was working crazy. pretty much round the clock, getting like three hours of sleep a night or whatever, <laughs> and then going straight from one to the other constantly. It worked out uh, for him, long term. Good yeah. investment. It was well, good time investment and, and on his at the part. Time, I mean, <laughs> at the time, like he was kind of in his prime. It was like, yeah. you know... Because he's known for, I mean, he did, like, a lot of stunt, his own stunts, and, like, he was known for being a very physical, uh-huh. um, very, very physical actor. You know, he was really in his prime then, so it was hard for him, obviously, but, um, you know, he could do it because he was just that that kind of person. And he just wanted to do it so badly, you know. Uh-huh. And Well, you well, he said, if he saw the script, maybe, he couldn't, he was yeah, going to want to do yeah. it. <laughs> well, uh, uh, Michael J. Fox himself, he tells the story about when he was making Teen Wolf, Yes. And he heard about this, like, there was a scouting crew out looking out for lo- locations and stuff for Back to the Future yeah. at, uh, while they were, he was making Teen Wolf. And he didn't really know what it Always was. forget that Teen Wolf came first. He heard that it was yep. something He heard it was something to do with Steven Spielberg, right? Because Spielberg was an executive uh, producer on Back to the Future. He helped kind of get it made. Obviously, he had nothing sort of yeah, personally yeah. to do with it. But he kind of helped get it made, and he was an executive producer on it. And so Michael J. Fox heard that it was like some... Um, Spielberg project uh, Back to the Future and he's just like man that sounds like a really cool movie I, I really wish I was you know involved with that movie instead of this crappy you know <laughs> Teen Wolf movie there was a movie that I remember liking as a kid oh, because dude. I think as a kid like yeah sure Teen Wolf sure yeah. and then like Many years later, watching again there's and going, far worse. Oh, oh my god, dude. there's it's not. Yeah. There's far worse movies. Yes, but when you put it up in like the category of things like Back to the Future and like sort of uh, classics other, like yeah, that, yeah, yeah. it obviously falls way <laughs> short. But I mean, it's not the worst movie yeah. of the '80s, that's for sure. Well, there no. are far worse. Like it's a decent, it's watchable, but it's not particularly yeah. good. I guess yeah. would be how you can put it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I mean that that. The roundabout way for me to explain about the uh, the recasting. Thing. No, but, no, yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's I, amazing. I, just, I find much... it so weird that they, you know, that's something that I still never really seen like any real a lot of discussion of is that they went to such great lengths to uh-huh. to draw attention away from the recasting of uh-huh. George, yet you know the recasting of Jennifer is right there up front. Yeah. And I realize, yes, like kind of physically, there's no, yeah. it was sort of unavoidable. But I mean, they could have uh-huh. done some rewrites or like figured something out but they yeah. the fact that they didn't i find kind of odd yeah and then like they were able to keep the, the least actor of actors uh his name is escapes now play biff um oh yeah um tom tom something oh man I like really bad not a big time actor no problem securing him for all those movies played so many roles in all amazing. those movies you know played four generations of biff uh, like it, it just and yeah, just amazing. Uh, and he's like 
but like was by trade like a just a like a folk singer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, was like a musical artist thing. and like a com- comedian, like musical comedian. Yeah. Do you have your uh, thingy handy? Yeah, yeah. Let's let's look that up because I I, just, yeah. I feel bad not knowing the actual name. Um. Oh yeah, I don't know the actor's it's name. It's Tom. It's, I'm gonna feel stupid when you. Yeah. So this is why I was like, I don't need it's notes. It's Tom C. something, but... I don't need notes. Fuck it. So luckily, I, can I know look, everything. Luckily, luckly, all you gotta do is... is uh, I always go blank on something. You, gotta, some you just gotta type in the word Biff, and, and yeah. then you get it. Uh, Thomas F. Wilson. Tom, yeah. yeah, Thomas F. Wilson. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, Thomas F. Wilson. Yeah, right. he's a... Yeah. yeah. No, he he was amazing. Musician, like, comedian. He probably has the most variety of stuff to do in, in the yeah. whole trilogy, as far yeah. as, like different characters and different versions yeah. of characters yeah because because he's of course he's got mad dog in the third one as well yeah uh which is like a completely different thing so yeah i mean like you say you, you got young biff old biff mad dog tannin biff. really old biff well i guess young biff middle-aged biff old yeah, biff. yeah 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 well, okay yeah i guess he plays two generations but he plays one generation well like he's closer three to, yeah. three different ages he's of biff, biff yeah plus griff Griff. Oh, that's right. He plays Griff, Griff Tannen. Tannen. Right. And, then, and then Mad oh, Dog. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's cool. like at least five characters right there. And then you have the 1985 A Biff, which is quite a different character as well. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I guess there's four versions of Biff, plus Griff, plus Mad Dog. Yeah. I hate that name. Yeah. yeah. Which actually kind of reminds me about something, the one thing that actually, and this is something only, this is the, it's a tie-in bit to yeah. two and three. Mm-hmm. Um, and feels like a plot device that was invented in two. I mean, okay. clearly was invented for two, right? And and used for the, the two and three, right? Is the whole chicken? Thing. Ah, yes, the chicken thing. I'm glad. You Where that the up. hell Where was that, that in the from? first one? Yeah, All right, so Andy, it's so annoying yeah. in the second one. I can explain. It just makes that. no sense. Uh, it's not the best thing ever. Um, basically, the idea was that they. Pretty sure I've heard this story. <laughs> it's not really a story, but pretty much they just they needed somewhere for Marty's character to go because yeah. he has no real character arc at that point. Yeah. Because his character arc was basically just he's this dumb kid and he doesn't know anything about time travel or, or other yeah. things and his parent you know his parents' lives and stuff like that. And then he goes through the adventure of the first one and then he comes back and you know he's kind of mature and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And then there's like, well, where does he go from there? And so they needed like an arc for Marty for the sequels and they're like well how about uh you know he ruins his life because uh every anytime that people call him a chicken he like has to respond and he can't he can't they basically crammed in a personality fault a personality flaw that he could overcome overcome at the end end. end. and i mean as to how well it works Eh. Well, the weird part you know, was people is have to be the judge they, of that. But I mean, the, the the whole the second movie it seems very shoehorned because it is very he's screwed up. Well, I mean, Duck kind of outright lies because he's like, no, you are you and Jennifer are fine. It's your kids. Yeah, and it's not really the case. Marty's a complete screw up at that point, but Doc doesn't tell him that. Straight up lies to him. Well, and you shouldn't know too much about, about your future, own future. That, that's yeah. the problem yeah. um, and then um, and then and wants to help out his kids no desire to actually help out Marty I mean maybe that was a future plan back to future 4 Doc well, was going to go back and, well the thing is, and is then, Doc... but the whole crunch on Marty screwing his life up was based off of what happens at the very end of the trilogy the race when Needles calls him out right and they didn't need to add the chicken character flaw for that to work. It really, 
well, impulse teenager thing the thing is, would have been just fine. To, they needed he's to, impulsive enough. Yeah, but they needed you know, to set it up because well, he consistently did stuff that he yeah, was asked not to. Was <laughs> they needed to, yeah, well, even just like taking. It like, was a six, seventeen-year-old compulsive well, buying, buying the the sports almanac. Sports almanac, you know, yeah, that yeah, basically yeah. causing the whole problem well, in the first place from the very first scene of the very first movie where he goes in and he messes with the doc's stuff like his speaker impulsively messes yeah. with the giant speaker and then doc's like don't, don't mess, mess with it. it and he's like no problem <laughs> you know like you you they have immediately established marty as an impulsive kid right off the bat yeah you know which is great because but everything but, he does is so is heartfelt in because the first, you know it's what the, you know over the course of the first movie is where he kind of like matures a matures bit, right? a bit yeah and so they felt like they had to set something up yeah that would be a strong enough thing that they could you know use as a as a through line yeah um i mean like i say it's to every individual judgment as to how well it works but if it feels kind of forced and shoehorned in that's because it is because basically they hadn't thought of that at all in the first movie and it's one of those things that again if they could do it over they would have had it a reference to it in the first movie yeah yeah because just that, to make sure. then it would establish that it is yeah. an actual character trait of him yeah. because otherwise it just comes out of nowhere in part yeah. two um, because that's exactly what it is. It yeah. did come out of nowhere. Oddly enough, the reason he has so many issues as adult Marty and a 2015 Marty yeah. is because of the things he does that make his family life better in 1985. Because he makes his family life better in 1985, he ends up with the truck. Yeah. And the truck is the reason he gets in the race. Well, yeah. So he really kind of screwed himself on that I one. I mean, it, it, all fits, <laughs> it all fits together, yeah, I yeah. guess. Which is one of the great things about You could analyze it. No, but, I mean, but, but I'm using that Layer by layer by layer by layer One of the reasons these, this trilogy is so great mm-hmm. is everything, for the, for the most part, other than a few, you know, nickels yeah. here and there. Well, you can't, Everything perfect. just meshes yeah. so well. The, the, they tried, I mean... I mean in a way, this trilogy is just basically three movies that do nothing but call back to each other. Yeah, but you know, I think and, largely... And even within the movies, you know, for example, Biff, twice in the second movie, goes, why does this seem so familiar? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, well, because, that was old yeah, Biff because yeah, he, yeah, like, yeah. when he sees the DeLorean... He's the last time I saw the DeLorean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flying DeLorean. Yeah. Flying DeLorean. Yeah. I've seen that in, like, 30 like, years. 30 years, yeah. Or last time I saw that. Yeah, and evidently never questioned it either. Yeah. Never well, it's it one of those things well, that... <laughs> well, because they what show... What you do when you yeah, saw Exactly. It. They, they, I mean, no one would believe you, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, he, he watches it fly away in, in part two. Uh, and I guess from his perspective, that timeline is almost immediately screwed up anyway. But, I mean, like, he watches it fly away, and then, you know, he kind of goes like... Delorean. Yeah, yeah. Well, you just the, what the hell's going on here? Yeah, well, yeah what the hell's going on here? Yeah. But but like, so good. I know what a great opening, right? Yeah. Every, oh, the soundtrack to this movie is so. Good. But um, <laughs> but like the thing about that is, it's the kind of thing where it would happen, and you know, for like the next sort of week or whatever, Biff would probably be going like, you like tell oh, people, we're having, but... yeah, and people would be like, what the hell are you talking about? And then you just kind of like file it away. You yeah. saw and over time, something. you just yeah. kind of, your mind also, would sort of compensate. And that 1985 kind of... is like the, like not the, it's the dumbass Biff 1985. Right. Because he's no longer But that's the, the same Biff yeah. that leads to old Biff in 2015. Exactly, yeah. Right? So it's his the exact same the, Biff. The, the knocker on the <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. By the way, I love the cane. The cane is yeah. Yeah. McFly. The tapping on the whacking him on the head. Still find that funny. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, Yeah. It's good. 
Well, I mean, that's a good point, actually, talking about, like, all of Tom Wilson's sort of parts. Yeah. Like, what do you think about, say, the contrast of, like, Biff, 1985, A, Biff, um, you know, the, the sort of, uh, the, the sort of weak Biff, like, from the, the altered, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. from the end of the first movie, beginning of the second, uh, Griff, like, all the different kind of incarnations, like, what yeah. do you think about that? Well, I mean, I mean, think of the second movie, right? Is most of the, what we've been talking about is basically the first act of that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah all yeah. the stuff in the future. Yeah, second well, act. Well, we briefly touched on second this. act. We go back to the 50s stuff. We have the like dark, the 1985 A, 1985A, where we have like Biff gone mad with power. Yeah, basically Donald a, Trump. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say <laughs> the parody of Donald Trump, yeah. which will be what happens to America when he gets elected. It seems, it seems <laughs> strangely, strangely like, more, more appropriate Prophetic. Now. Prophetic. Yeah. You know, <laughs> this is what, you know, I think everyone actually should watch this movie in the States. <laughs> go, Before you go. Oh, oh, right. That's, that's, why, why, that's we why we should not yeah. do this. Well, I think most people already know. I mean, I don't that, think that, enough people know. That, that I don't think it's enough people know. It's basically a joke. You know. But that the, the the reason I think the second movie is a bit weaker is because yeah. there's that real downer section in the yeah. middle of that film. Well, there's the so much going on, too. I know, right? but the like, first one's very light the whole way through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The second one's got that dark I think they were part. just looking to get a little bit more his mom is dynamic like range. Entire, his mom is in ter- his dad is his dead. Dad is dead. His mom is in terrible, like a terrible state. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, know. there's still funny stuff in that yeah, yeah, section. Yeah. A little bit. A yeah. little I mean, bit. You it's hard to laugh at it. I like, do like shade, you know, the perpetual, shade, although this doesn't continue obviously back to the 1885 version for obvious reasons, but Biff's got those three henchmen. Yeah. And the one guy with the perpetual 3D glasses. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> He's that's so a, good. So that's another example, a perfect example of the, the casting where yeah. like the fact that they were able to get the same guys to and play That was the interesting thing. For the 50s. Future Biff and doesn't or, have... His henchmen are three different guys, and actually, oh, I, you mean Griff? Uh, Griff, yeah, Griff, uh, Griff. Yes. And it's that a different kind group. of bothered me a bit. That I was like, I realized. Well, it was, it's the same with in in part three. Mad Dog has different guys. Yeah, his game. yeah, yeah, yeah. But but the, the, you got to remember, right? Those are different people. People, technically, technically it's just true. Tom Wilson carrying yeah. through. But yeah. those are different people. Those would you Griff, would you want like a group of people that looks the same but were different? Look, look, Marty is a splitting image but, of. Marty Marty Jr. is the splitting him of his dad. After that, it really doesn't but, matter. But I mean, but, Griff looks identical to Biff. It really doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, I, they do a good job of making them. Although I do like different, the, though, in a way, because he plays it so differently. One of the things we're years. talking about, because we talked a little about the makeup and the prosthetics, is how 1985 Doc, mm-hmm. when you first meet, he's actually wearing makeup to yeah. make make Christopher Lloyd look older, older than he is. Yeah, and I had forgotten about that, and this was the first time I had ever watched it in high definition. Yeah. And you you really noticed, like, wow, Christopher Lloyd looks so old in this. Yeah. And I was like, I thought Christopher Lloyd, because I had totally forgotten the scene. And then in, when they go Back to the 50s. The Fu- and then back to, in the 50s, he's young, and I was like, oh, right. And then in Back to the Future 2, when they go to the future, Pulls he's the got the re- rejuvenation. He rips his yeah, mask. Rejuvenate. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and then he just spends the rest of the time looking yeah. like So he's got Lloyd the old dog looks. hair. Yeah, but but without the well, the, it makes a comment about that. Oh, I'm glad I still have my hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. But I mean the actual, like the old dark hair, like the longer, Long, yeah, the yeah. white, 
yeah. longer hair, right? Yeah. Because fifties uh, stock always has like the shorter, yeah. kind of more blondish mm-hmm. kind of hair, right? Right. Um, but well, it hasn't gone white yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but 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 what's interesting is in part two, uh, the post rejuvenation stuff. He's got the long white, the old doc hair yeah, yeah, still, yeah, yeah. but he's got skin his is, yeah. his younger face. Yeah, yeah. Um, and of course, I mean that's just a matter of like, well, uh, you know, you want, uh, you know, obviously that's a lot easier for the actor, obviously, because he doesn't have to yeah. have prosthetics for every scene. Because um, at least in in um, part one, you basically see old doc at the beginning and briefly at the end, but most of it is fifties doc. Fifties doc. So. Yeah. You don't really have to have Christopher Lloyd in that uh, that makeup for as long, but in from part two on, he's all old doc, yeah, except for that little bit of fifties doc. Um, you know, it's all it's more reversed kind of. Mm-hmm. So rather than having him in that all the, that prosthetics yeah. for the whole way through, they just do the rejuvenation thing. Um, the main reason why they did it was because they knew that they had the romantic plot for Doc happening in part three. three. Mm-hmm. They knew that he was going to have kids with Clara. Mm-hmm. And they were like, well, if he's like 70 now, <laughs> what kind of a life is he going to have with his kids and with his with his wife and stuff? So they were like, well, you know, he's in, going to the future anyway. Have him, you know, use it a rejuvenation clinic. Yeah, we'll make, we'll make up add, a thing. Yeah. Adds, you know, adds another 30 years to his life or whatever, right? Yeah. Um, so that's the real reason is that they just wanted to story-wise. They just, yeah, but it was it was just good. Like they, Oh, yeah. Like, yeah and yeah, it makes yeah. for a great joke where he just kind of peels, he it, peels off it off and he... <laughs> yeah, he does yeah. that little pose where it's yeah. like ta da, and you're like, "Wait, that's just that's just Christopher Lloyd." <laughs> yeah, Marty, Marty does the "You look great, dog." Yeah, 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 you, yeah you look yeah. great, dog. Uh, so that's actually another thing to address too. Is did you notice the fact that the 2015 versions of the characters have aged much more poorly than the actors have actually have in yes. the last 30 years in real life? Yeah, I mean that's almost. <laughs> that's one of those things that is almost always the case like, when you use an actor. If you look and at you Jennifer look and, and Marty in part two in the in 2015, yeah. they look more like they're like 60. They do. Look oh, older. oh, yeah. Like yeah. they have supposed like, to be like 45 or something. Yeah, like. well, 47. 47 30 yeah, years right, later, right? right? They're 17. Yeah. They're 47. They look more like 60. Like yeah. they don't. They well, tried to make sure that old. they looked old, well, right? Exactly, and it's very hard to do. Yeah. Doing much older is way yeah. easier than doing like middle age. Middle age, middle yeah. age is like the hardest. Uh, having a young person go yeah. to middle age is the hardest thing to do. Well, I mean, the same thing uh, applies to makeup. the same thing applies to Marty's parents too. Yeah, I mean, his. I mean, our my worst makeup in the movie is Marty's mom when her her like nineteen eighty five how she looks. Looks like comically ridiculous. Which, which, like the first one, the first version, the first version, yeah, like from original nineteen eighty five. Well, she's supposed to be, you know, like like overweight and alcoholic and all right. this, but just the prosthetics are compared to like, say, Chris Glover and 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 uh, Christopher Lloyd's makeup, hmm. like. Her prosthetics look like comically overdone in a way, and I mean, I realize that we're well, trying to so, point out something largely yeah. deliberate because yeah. the, but so, I mean, I realize it's supposed to be like it. really puffy and red from the, the, the alcohol the alcoholism and, and everything. Yeah. She drinks, yeah, like, and there's drinks there's a some, lot. There's some right drinks. there, yeah. yeah. I mean, they have a, they directly address it in yeah, like the yeah, commentaries yeah. and stuff. I mean, that was completely calculated yeah. because when they go back to twenty, but even when they do even like the nice nineteen eighty five from the end. Right, yeah. From the end of part one, when when Marty like wakes up and he's like he's like oh his parents look you know so yeah, great yeah. and everything. She and it's still like, looks older. Yeah, it's like Leah Thompson looks way better than that now, now, right now yeah. in real life. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. so, and that's and that's uh, another thirty years of 
Well, I guess they're, they're just saying 30 years, yeah. Cause if That's what I mean, is it's like, in the last 30 years, yeah, yeah. they've aged much better than what they do. Like, like I say, like, I feel like the 2015 Marty, like, he looks, well, and, and Jennifer, like, they look more like 60. Do you think yeah. that's plastic surgery keeping them young? In real life? Yeah, in real life. I, there may be some involved. I uh, I don't know. I've never heard anything about that. I have no information on that. Yeah, well, okay, yeah, yeah. Just looking at a picture of Leah Thompson here. Well, think of uh, that. Think of the Muppets. Muppets. Oh, yeah, that's right. right yeah, the she... scene in the elevator. Yeah. Man, I was just like, oh, boy. Yeah, yeah, no. She definitely... Because, yeah. I, I mean, I... Well, I mean, my life watching yeah, movies from the 80s and stuff like that, yeah. I had, like, the biggest crush yeah. on her. Like, oh, really? I think, like, 80s Leah Thompson is, like, one of the hottest things ever. Um, but when I saw that, that scene on the Muppets, because they made... Because Kermit makes the reference about, you know, the, oh. the elevator thing, and then at the end they actually do it, and I was like, huh. Yeah. Still looks pretty damn good. Yeah. <laughs> Still looks pretty damn good. Yeah, because uh, Michael J. Fox some kind of deal with the devil definitely does not look at all as old as he looks he still looks pretty young well he uh, looks his age yeah yeah but he doesn't right? look like he does but in he doesn't movies. look as old as he does in those movies because yeah, yeah. they way overshot mm-hmm. yeah the how Just old they sure. they made them look mm-hmm. yeah um but that, i mean that's... but he looks like but you know a regular you know kind of middle-aged guy i always 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 i mean especially makeup for... To make people make a an actor look older and younger mm-hmm. versus changing the actor. Oh yeah, well because I already, changing the I already actor, addressed yeah, that. Yeah, what we talked about they, earlier. They, changing the actor never not... looks like if I look at pictures of me from twenty years ago, mm-hmm. I'm still identifiable I mean, we, as me. We, unlike we accept it in general in movies because it's such a common thing yeah, yeah. that you know you have like oh this is the the young version. And I mean, and sometimes it's fine. Like some people do dramatically change. Like even even say like in most like, people don't. Like X Men: <laughs> Days of Future Past, where they have the young version of Xavier, the old version, and uh, the, and the young version of Magneto, the old version in the same movie. Even yeah, yeah. You know, and it, it works okay because okay. you're just used to that actor represents that character at that age, and that actor represents that character mm. at that age, and the performances are good, and you don't really worry about it too much, but. Obviously, when you get right down to it, you're like, well, that doesn't really make sense. Yeah. They don't look if you like stand those person. two characters next to each other, you're like, well, he lost like a foot of height somewhere along the line. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, you can really screw things up by like taking an older actor and like CGing him young. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that's the worst. Yeah. Yeah. I'll that take is... bad prosthetics <laughs> over that. Over, yeah, yeah, yeah. That sometimes looks terrible. Um, I mean, it, 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 sometimes it works. It's, but, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, generally, Marvel's been done a pretty good job with Peggy Carter. Yeah. That. Yeah. I, I thought. Right. Um, it wasn't perfect, but it was pretty decent. It's probably mm-hmm. the best that CG aging effects have been yeah. yet. Well, we're it's still also, a, it's still a process. In, they're a little. It's still like there's some, there, there's some ways of it's a little but, better. To, it's a little better. To, it's a little easier with like CG models and stuff to do a more better prediction of yeah what something's going mean, to like, look like. But ten years ago or whatever, yeah, yeah, or even yeah. like eight, seven, yeah. eight years ago, whenever like. Uh, X Men Origins Wolverine came out, uh, and there was that, they did that hack job on. On Patrick Stewart. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or even X-Men 3. That's, they kind of did a hack job on him yeah. in that, too, for the yeah. flashback That's thing. sort of what I was referring to. I'm yeah. Al- I'm also wondering, with, not good. with the rise of CG and also the rise of HD, mm-hmm. uh, specifically, like, really, like, right. high definition of, of nowadays. 4K. 4K. Well, not even 4K, but... Um, <laughs> like, HD, where, HD and up, Back in the day... Say. We'll just say HD and up. HD and up. Back in the day, <laughs> when you did... When you made somebody look older or uh-huh. younger, you kind of had to be very obvious about it. 
Because yeah. otherwise, if you were subtle about it, like it people actually age early, show up it doesn't enough. show up, and it's yeah. just not dramatic mm-hmm. enough. Yeah. Like, is that person really thirty years older? Because you, you know, when you think of yourself well, in thirty years, you think, oh, geez, I'm going to be so and, old. And those subtleties, <laughs> yeah, and those subtleties is why it's much more difficult to yeah. age someone, Naturally. a young person, up to middle age than yes, it is to exactly. Because you, you can age not... a young person up to like ancient mm-hmm. much more easily because you could well, go old people completely old... overboard and it's okay yeah, because yeah. they're supposed well, to be old. Ancient. People all just look like shriveled apples anyway. They're all pretty much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They look like the little creatures from like the Dark like Crystal. That's that's. Oh hey! It's just since it's come up now. Yeah, I like the Dark Crystal. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure anybody who is following the podcast noticed that there's like 50 comments on Dark Crystal episode <laughs> I just, from Rob. I just felt like it because was maybe overlooked he didn't in the past. Have the chance. <laughs> it was overlooked because I, apolo- I didn't know I that. Publicly now, apologize for not having you on that episode. I did not realize you were such a fan of the Dark Crystal. <laughs> he probably, never, it never came up in it, conversation. Apparently, I, I, I mean, maybe it had in the past. Uh, probably, not. I, I feel bad. Probably not. Uh, I, 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 I know. you know, I mean, if it had been something like Aliens, I would have been next like, time. Hey, it's let's obvious. make sure we get Robin yeah. because mm, yeah. you know we're quoting from Aliens. When we like, do the recap day. of the Aliens quadrilogy, <laughs> oh god. Yeah, yeah. That, looking we, forward we, to that. We could, <laughs> we, we could do that when uh, when Aliens Five when Aliens comes. Five comes out. Yeah, sure. Or or uh, Alien whatever the next the, Prometheus, the Prometheus, Prometheus one, Two, yeah. Alien yeah, Paradise Lost or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Paradise Lost. Yeah. Anyways, nothing to do with Back to the Future. Back to the Back to Back to the Future. Back yeah, to there back we go. to Back to Back. Um, well, we've been we've been going Watching on here back, for a let's bit. Watch Back to the Future. Back to Back to Back. And back to back to back to back to the, to future. the future. Oh my god! Yeah, that's too many backs. Uh, I actually yes, I did. That was an extra back there. Um, that was five backs. Should only have been four. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, Rob, yes. thoughts, movie, go, go. <laughs> okay, well, I think I've covered a little bit. Yeah, of it, yeah, but yeah. just um, sort of wrap sure. it up here. So obviously, I enjoyed the first movie more. Uh, the scenes we haven't really gotten into too much is I really enjoyed all the scenes with Marty and Lorraine and his discomfort around oh, yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Every single one of those scenes I love to death with him like squirming away from her. Oh, it's amazing. And she's like just constantly well, sidling what, up what to a, him. And what a great idea like to, to do something. Why that... am I not wearing my pants? Where are my pants? Where are Calvin my pants? Calvin Klein. Calvin. Oh, like he fell and um, hit his head. Yeah. yeah. Why are his pants off? <laughs> well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. We know why. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, okay. So the great thing about this is when you think about the implications of what these scenes are about. It's his mom. It's, they're kind of creepy. It's, it, well. But they're, not, but they're done in but a funny way. The way they're done, they're done in, like, they, they handle them in such a perfect way Mm -hmm. that it never sort of crosses that line to like oh this is just so wrong it's weird yeah like let's just say if that movie had been made like now those scenes would have been just so wrong because that's they would have been filmed in a way that it would would not have been or just if anyone else had done it that's the the thing yeah yeah it's michael j fox it was how they handled it yeah yeah it was how they handled it that, uh-huh. that made it, you know, well, I mean, it starts at the top, right? It starts with the bobs and how they wrote it, how they directed it, how uh-huh. they, you know, how they fashioned those scenes and then how the actors, you know, uh, executed them and stuff uh-huh. in their performances. It was all those little elements coming together to make it 
and and that's funny because it's the whole thing where like they when they were submitting when they were trying to uh, get the script you know bought by by the studio and stuff uh, nobody wanted it because at that time in sort of the early eighties um, in the first sort of half of the eighties um, the whole big thing was. Um, you know the whole like raunchy comedies yeah was the thing right right it was all that post uh uh porky's kind of thing porky's. uh fast times at ridgemont high all these uh, kind yeah. of like right it was the raunchy comedies it was the trying to go over the top the in nudity way, yeah. and the blah 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 you know and, and it's such a clean movie for the most part yeah and and so basically they the they, they do curse in it though the one a little bit of cursing very little light bit of drinking and very it. light cursing yeah, that's it um, when this baby hits 88 yeah, miles an hour, you're going to see I mean, some it's, shit. It's a solid PG. Like, it's <laughs> oh, not, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. the lightest possible. Yeah. Um, but uh, they, one of the studios that they obviously um, uh, sent it in to was Disney. And all every other studio was like, we don't want it because we're looking for, like, you know, the raunchy comedies that are, like, mm-hmm. a popular thing right now. Disney, it was, like, too risque for Disney because of the, all the... The, the mother stuff, yeah, right? Like yeah. The implied uh, kind of ancestral kind of aspect. And, uh, didn't Disney have Touchstone at the time? They could have just put it out through Touchstone. No, no, no. But, but they just they didn't want to touch it because uh, of that whole aspect. Um, and uh, so it became this weird thing where like they were caught in the middle, where they were like yeah. not dirty enough, but they were like too dirty for Disney. Uh, I think that scene, not is, dirty enough for that scene is also in, too dirty for Disney. Yeah, yeah. I think that scene is sort also enhanced in way, by the fact that strange kind of way. at the beginning scene when they're having breakfast, his mo- her mom is going, his mom, 1985 mom, is yep. going on about, like, don't, a, a girl pursuing well, a boy, yeah, that's, that's not what that's, you do. Yeah. And extremely then, like, it turns out she was exactly the opposite. It's extremely deliberate. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But that, that's what makes that so that, good, because yeah. you know that it's your parents, how she turns it's out. how your parents yeah. are saying, you know, yeah. oh, I never did that stuff. Yeah. And, and then they told her, of course, the same mistakes I did. Of course they did, you know. And in Lorraine's case especially, like, she's, you know, what they what they used to call, you know, boy crazy. Like, that's, she's just, you know. Yeah. But... But it's interesting that, you know, the moment where that stop, where her interest in Marty stops is when she kisses him in the car. And then there's that just, it just feels wrong. Yeah. And, I mean, that can happen regardless of even whether it's like a, you know, it's not necessarily a family thing. It's just like something where like people and then they just go oh wait they kiss and there's, well, just, there's just nothing there's there no it spark. was a there's good nothing. somewhat natural way to just to make that to, to end end that sort of like yeah. tangent because there. they had to have a way where like obviously she's gonna go with George yeah yes otherwise it kind of screws everything up I mean th- so that they had to have a reason Biff why showed, that, I mean that's all driven by when Biff shows up and then yeah, George but, well exactly but, I mean that's out, but. that's what but again they had to play that yeah. moment no. right so that it was actually believable that that could then lead to her seeing George in a different light, and then yeah, she had to be over. Clicking. She had to be over Marty. Yeah, and exactly, exactly. Yeah. That was like an important. You yeah. mean Calvin? Calvin. Uh, yeah, Calvin. I was going to say Calvin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's your name. It's, it's written all over your underwear. underwear. Yeah. Calvin Klein. Yeah. Calvin Klein. I've never seen purple underwear before. Yeah, I know we weren't going to do it. Yeah, yeah, you weren't going to do all the quotes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, but we could. Like, but the, you, the leading up the to that, come home. leading up to that kiss, right, yeah, yeah. is Marty like harassing her for drinking and harassing oh, her yeah, for yeah. smoking. Yeah. She's like sounding like my parents. Right? Yeah, like, yeah, she's already starting to like turn a little bit. Like, yeah. why are you bugging me about these things? Yeah, yeah. And then the kiss just seals Swiped it. Swiped like, it from the old lady's liquor cabinet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's great. Um, yeah, it's. To me, the interesting thing, I kind of wish there's one, if there's one scene I wish we 
that had been in the movie, and I, they, you know, how they would have filmed around that or whatever is seeing how. I mean, we they told the story of how his parents actually got together, mm-hmm. like but the like original version. Actually, <laughs> seeing the original version mm-hmm. play out, I think would have been good. I think it worked well enough because they they describe it. Yeah, yeah, so they talk about it because they describe exactly because what happens, because everything is just basically up. like. Yeah, like that, that whole bit of the with the dance and everything, that whole night of the dance is basically almost like a comedy of errors. I think, I think, well, they bumble from like, oh no, I need that. to stop doing this, I need to get my parents together, I need to, and everything kind of just ends but, up bumping but, into but everything show, else. Showing that, I think, is just like that's just further exposition yeah, yeah, that yeah. they were able to do by just describing it, yeah, um, while setting up the characters at the beginning. And Again, I, like Rob said, no wasted scenes, exactly. I think by showing it, I yeah. think that would have taken away a little bit from it the efficiency well, because at no point does marty ever spend any time in 1955 where he's not directly messing with things yeah and so would it have or one of those scenes or trying to, try to fix things, things. Yeah. um it so it would have been one of those scenes like because sometimes you see he does see stuff that's happened naturally because he's revisiting but yeah. he never revisits so that scene you might have seen that in maybe two when he does go back to 55 uh, the second time yeah. but well, Instead, of course, this is great, himself doing yeah. it the second time. There's a, there's a great yeah. thing about that because uh, originally, uh, basically, Bob Gale started working on the the, the sequel scripts by himself mm-hmm. uh, at first because Zemeckis was uh, fin- working on finishing up Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Right. So he was like in England uh, working on that. So... Um, Bob Gale just got started on the script because it was like, well, you know, they had to get started. Um, and then the idea being that when Bob Z got back, he would just be able to jump in and, and they would kind of do rewrites together. Um, that would kind of give them a head start so that they would be ready to go into uh, Back to the Future as soon as possible. Part, part two, as soon mm-hmm. as possible. Um, so the original script, which I've actually am a big enough nerd to have read, um, is it's an easy read. Like it's not like What's it's that script? hard. Yeah, but basically the original idea was after the future stuff, which is similar but a little different than than what it, it ended up being. Uh, they go back to 1967. Okay, and that's the main setting of the second part of part two. Okay, um, and so that allowed them to to kind of explore that whole like summer of love hippie counterculture kind of. Youth oh. era, okay, right, uh, and the idea was going to be that Marty interferes with his own conception. Ah, that would have been right around the time. Actually, I've, I've actually, right? I, I think we've either talked about this before or I've, I've heard of this. Yeah, before. he's yeah, yeah. seventeen in, in eighty five, so yeah. you know he would have been conceived sometime in in sixty seven, because um, uh, I think like his birthday is like February or something like that. Oh. Um, and so um, when when Bob Zemeckis got you know joined in after finishing up with Roger Rabbit, he was like, well, you know, this is good, but we're kind of rehashing the first one to a large degree because it was like in the first one, he prevents his own friends birth by accident, or his own, he prevents his parents, parents from getting don't together. They don't his meet. parents don't get together, you know, and then this one he's preventing his, his own conception. So it's like, uh, you know, sort they want to do something idea. different. But the idea that Bob Zihik came up with, that, that he sort of contributed, that what led to the final thing was the idea of going back into the first movie. Uh-huh. And having the events intertwine where, like, it's taking place at the same time from different points of view. Which, yep. um, in in one way, you might think, like, oh, well, that's kind of lame because that's not really something new. That's just the same thing as the first movie. 
but it's actually very different in terms of because of that different storyline that's happening mm-hmm. and the different points of view it's actually really fun and it's really interesting because i mean nothing like that had been done and and going back to like your first move you know the, the previous movie and having events that are taking place at the same time and intertwining yep. with them and seeing different things that you didn't see the first time that are happening sort of off screen at the same time as the first movie like that that was like a that was like a really amazing thing and just the logistics of like having to plan all that out and make it all fit and stuff and yeah, you know, getting so people sort of to the third act of the second movie, which we haven't really talked about. Yeah, which is another act of that movie that I do like. Yeah, so I like the first. Where they go back to fifty five again. Yeah, I like yeah. the first act of that movie. I don't like the second, and I like the third. So there's sort of I got to power through that center part, and then yeah. it's all good. Uh, yeah, I mean, I like nineteen eighty five A because I, I like the contrast of like where, especially coming from the super happy future, shiny bright future, yeah, to the dark, going back to the dark. Uh, and and like, then just like hell. Get, yeah. Well, I mean that's the the thing that hell. It's, it's like hell valley. Hell valley yeah. instead of hell valley. Uh, His yeah. parents don't even live at that ha- the house. Nope. Gets yeah. in there. And, what are you doing in my house? And he gets chased out of there. Um, yeah, like uh, I, I, I see. The cars on fire. I can see where you come from and stuff. But it's not as fun. Yeah, it's yeah. not as fun at all. But I think that it just in terms of adding contrast, so that yeah. there's a little more up and down. I mean, it's the classic thing of you know that halfway kind of thing or or maybe a little more than halfway kind of thing where it's things are at their worst you know mm-hmm. and you have to fix the problem so it's empire strikes back is what you're saying. uh kind of um <laughs> that's the best one uh, uh yeah well but it doesn't end on a down note yeah. though like like empire yeah. but um well i mean the thing about empire is that like <laughs> what we're talking about now even, Star though, Wars. even though it ends well though but it ends on the down note but people always say like oh it's the best one because it is the most powerful yeah like Having that dark aspect and ending on that downer note, you're you're ready for the next one because you you're like you're like well now I have to see how things get better like how how can the heroes win after this because you know and it and it puts and it's way more like sort of suspenseful and especially when you had to wait three years between movies like people did when they actually came out, um, and uh, so I mean it, it has a power to it that sometimes when some things are just light and happy all the time they're you know. There's not as much of a power there, yeah. I guess. Um, but yeah, no, I, I mean, I liked it. I think um, uh, there's some really funny stuff there. Um, talk about how Strickland looks identical in 1955 to how he looks in 1985. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Martin makes the joke about, <laughs> yeah. didn't that guy ever have hair? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he looks the same. He looks the same. But yeah, I, I mean, I always thought it was good. Like, it's just... I think what it is is because I, I so often watch them kind of almost all yeah, in, in a row. In a row. Like, not straight up, literally, like, sitting there for six hours watching them from beginning uh-huh. to end. But, I mean, I tend to watch, like, say, one and two together or two and three together or, you know, or at least over the course of, like, a day or two. And for me, that 1985A part where things are all dark and stuff, I mean, it's such a blip in the overall arc because, to me, the story is from the beginning of part one to the end of part three that's a full story it it comes full circle marty arrives back for the final time in his present you know and the delorean is destroyed so there's no more time travel yep Mm -hmm. uh and you know he gets his the closure with doc showing up with the with the with the uh 
the, lo- the locomotive and, and his family and everything. So he gets to know, he knows that Doc's, you know, going to have a good life and be happy with his family and stuff like that. And that, you know, Marty can then get on with his life and, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, be with Jennifer or whatever it is. Um, uh, it, it has, you know, a nice sort of closure and stuff. And that's like from the beginning of the first to the end of the third. So I, to me, it's like one big package. So when you view it that way, the, uh-huh. The 1985 A stuff is such a small piece of it that it's it's just kind of it's oh it's that part where things kind of get dark for a little bit. Yeah, but I mean they had to show the consequences of what happened with, because it is a responsibility with the almanac, and it was it's the, sort of it's the, pretty extreme. It's but pretty dire. It they, is pretty they, dire. They, they yeah, needed yeah. to go extreme, but I mean it's extreme, but it's extreme on like such a small scale. It's, it's almost comical. When you think about so, it in, in a world way because well, it's, it's like, like oh my god, like, it has like, such a because Hill Valley is like this small nothing town. And yet, somehow, and it turns into Detroit. Yeah, it's like, exactly, <laughs> yeah. exactly. It's like the burnt-out cars and like yeah. biker gangs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This huge like casino hotel yeah, yeah. high rise, toxic like, industrial plants. Yeah, as far as the eye can plans. see. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, wait, stuff, yeah. wait. Like wait. Hill Valley's like this little town <laughs> yeah. in like Northern California. Like it, it doesn't make any sense, yeah. but it works in the context of the yeah. movie because Hill Valley is our world. You know, it's everything's contain- contained yeah. in this town. So. Um, it, it well, works. Actually, it's one of those things, br- briefly touching on the third movie, is, um, and why I don't watch the third movies nearly as much as I watch the other ones, is so much, well, all of the, there's no much time traveling in that third movie. No. No. It's, it's well, the time travel in the, that a in the third, the time travel is exactly as it is in the first. First, yeah. They time travel once yeah. in the beginning yeah. to get into the story, yeah. and they time travel once at the end to finish yeah. the story. And because of all the back and forth in... The second one, yeah. there's more. Yeah, watching the third one, I'm always like, "All oh, right, this is like the first one. We don't go anywhere for yeah. this movie." But it's a really solid movie. Oh no, I like it. I, yeah. I like it quite a bit. Um, my, my, I have a like very, I said, I, I I like it more than the second one. Yeah, well, it's a better movie in yeah. terms of like overall. Yeah, how well it it all fits together. Yeah. I just think the second movie, uh, when people haven't seen them all in a while, they often think back and think like, "Oh, the second movie was great." Because it's just, it's so flashy. There's so much going on, yeah. you mm-hmm. know, and, and they go through so many different oh. sort of time periods and alternative timelines and there's so many different versions of the characters and, like, there's just so much. Like, the, the second movie is so dense, but it's, like you say, it's kind of like, um, it, you know, it's almost just too much. Like, it it's kind of gets to be a kind of dramatic noise, mm-hmm. you know. Because, like you say, the first one is just such a sleek, perfect, it's so well-oiled sleek. machine is, that just has very... no wasted fat. You know, nope. It was. It was. If it was edited at all, it was trimmed like just perfectly. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's definitely. It is one of those ones like you're watching, and I guess again because we've all seen it a few times, or more than a few <laughs> you times. You could say, um, certainly in my case, yeah. I'd uh, say I've seen it a few times. You you know all the scenes, yeah. and so before you know it the movie's two thirds of the way over mm-hmm. yep. and you're like holy cow this movie it, it's so smooth yeah. you know um, it goes down smooth yeah. Um, yeah and again I think that's a part of it well, that's why they don't do all the the herky jerkiness of the second one and that's why it's, um, it's good that there's the three because it give, it, it sort of gives you more like, mm-hmm. like you watch the first one you're like I want more and you watch the second one you're like yeah I could use it's a little more, more. Yeah. I could use a bit more <laughs> And then you watch the third one, and you're like, okay, I'm done. Let's, yeah, like, we're done now. There, there's, no. there's a lot that went, went on there. Uh, they covered a lot of bases. 
And it never, as much as it's easy, you know, yes, the second one's a bit more flawed, uh, it's still pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, in terms of, like, at least, while it may not be as strong of a package, there are individual moments throughout the second film that are great. Yep. Um, and the fact that there's never been more, that there's never been, like... Reboot? A reboot or sequels <laughs> or a remake or anything. Yeah. Um, that was cartoon. It's... It, which is fine what it is which is fine for what it is i mean it's not meant to be i watched it yeah yeah hell yeah but um (laughs) you know it never had that thing of like where like oh they never made that like that that shitty sequel a few years after yeah yeah, you know it's like they just made those three remember that bad back to the future movie it doesn't have michael j fox and doesn't yeah 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 yeah. they just where they replaced christopher lloyd with some other guy Yeah, like they even something like the Sting, you know, where like like ten years later they made the Sting two with all different casts and it yeah. was like crap, right? And, and there was some good peop- actors in that too, but you know you can't recapture something like that. No. And the thing about the and we, even with Back to the Future with the sequels, even then they kind of barely recaptured it mm. almost, you know, because the sequels are good, but like the first movie is such a perfect. Well, it is definitely moment. The first movie, and then two and three. Two and three even yeah. going away from that, even making sequels at all, is like oh, it just barely works. See, I wonder how because it was just so perfect. It would have panned out movie, if yeah. say three had been made four years later, like two had been to one. Yeah. Like, do you think it would be different? I don't yeah. think it would have ever happened. Yeah, like that would have been no. no. But say it did happen. Like say it was just it was just yeah, they yeah. had to wait to do it. Okay. It probably because of that gap, mm-hmm. all that stuff, like all the the stuff from two. Oh yeah, that follows into three no, back and forth totally so different. well. Either wouldn't have been there yeah. or wouldn't have meant as much because unless you would again recently watched it four years ago, probably wouldn't have remembered all those details from that yeah. movie. You know, um, and you got to remember originally before it was which two, is. Before there was going to be two sequels, originally you got to remember that all of that stuff was one movie. That's right. So yeah. you had the future, you had the past again, which originally was going to be sixty-seven, rather yeah. than going back into the first movie. Oh, oh, sorry. And you had the nineteen eighty-five A stuff. So yeah. you had all like the dark eighty-five stuff. You had the future stuff at the beginning, the dark eighty-five stuff, the past stuff, and the old west stuff. Yeah. And that was all one movie originally that is what it was would have be. been ridiculous well exactly and that's why they were like yeah, yeah. how about this how about we make it two you know and you yep. get two movies for this price and yeah uh speaking of price um that's something we haven't really uh, um addressed dollars and cents what's interesting is that um the back to the future movies uh the like the se- sequels included were kind of well sp- specifically the sequels i should say were sort of the last time that big A-level blockbuster kind of movies would be made for these this kind of cheapness. Like, it was yeah. soon after this, because the, Part 2 came out in 89, Part 3 in, in 90, right? And there were it was November to May, so whatever that works out, it was six months later? Yeah. Roughly? Yeah. About six months later it came out. So after that point is when you got into things like you know, Terminator 2 in 91 was already... That's $90 million budget at that point. Yeah. Um, by the mid-90s, by the mid they had pushed past the $100 million <laughs> yeah. budget range, you know, range for these big A-list movies. 
Nowadays, we're looking at two to three hundred. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah you know, yeah. for these one hundred fifty is a minimum price. Now. This is like ten times what they spent on on uh, yeah on uh, Back to the Future on each Back to the Future. Mm. Ask your parents: Do they make ten times as much money now no. as they did thirty years ago? No. Nope. So why do the movie A list you know top level well, movies cost ten times as much? I mean, let's be honest though. Movies like The Avengers... Because they're not as efficient in their use of the money. True, but also movies like The, Aven- the Avengers mm-hmm. are ten times flashier than Back to the Future. Right. There's but ten times... Point, in, you know, in exactly, and that accounts for some of the difference. Yeah. And just like, like less, you could, being you less could, efficient with the money accounts for some of the difference. You could probably make Back to the Future for $30 million nowadays. or it, six, You could probably make it for $60 million. Yeah. Faster, more intense. But the, it would be, oh yeah, Michael Bay would do it. It would cost two hundred million dollars, <laughs> and the cuts would make you throw up. <laughs> but my point is, I'm not, I'm not, I'm the not. Car would talk. I'm not criticizing. Uh, I'm not criticizing it. No, really. no, I mean, I do have certain feelings about that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, the level of spe- spectacle that we get now is is cool. I Almost like. I understand. <laughs> well, sometimes uh, it depends on how how it's done. Yeah. But what's so, going on? But Vision the level noise. of spectacle that of what we can actually see on in movies now mm-hmm. is is cool and everything. Uh, they can realize things in movies that we could never have dreamed of when we were kids. Yeah. That they would. Well, I mean, we could dream of them, but we would never have dreamed that they could do them in a movie. Actually, doing. Um, and that's cool. And that is going to cost a certain amount more, mm-hmm. understandably, because time is money, and it yeah. just takes more time, both in terms of well, the, manpower, the raw manpower, work. Yeah. yeah, like the manpower of it. The effects work, the preparations, uh-huh. the editing work, all that stuff. So I understand that. So, I mean, that accounts for a certain amount of the difference in the budgets. But I think that um, ridiculously overinflated actor costs uh, Well, that's yeah. has added a lot more yeah. uh, in this period. Um, and also just general inefficiency of how they use the money. Yeah. And this has been proven because there have been movies made on smaller budgets, budgets. more recently yeah. that you look at them and you go... That movie looks great for that for that money. Yeah, how did they do that? And it's like, well, because they were efficient, because they yeah. knew exactly what they were doing. I um, mean, part of that too is also like, well, where going lean and mean is not the way it's done. Like, uh, it, it's watch like, Daywatch. You can see what five million dollars will get you in Russia. Russian dollars. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that uh, looks like a two hundred million dollar like American movie. And yeah, for five. So. Um, but that's, like that's what that relying on visual effects and being able to use a huge budget is, I don't want to say a crutch, but sometimes you can do more with less. You yeah. can be more effective with less. But my, my point that I was trying to make was just that this was kind of the last time. Yeah. When the Back to the Future sequels came out, it was kind of the last time that it would be acceptable yeah. to make a big A-list mm-hmm. blockbuster movie with that kind of budget. What because was the budget? Uh, it was about twenty million for each. Is it twenty million for each? Okay. Yeah. Okay. The sequels were like forty, and and the original was like nineteen, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you know, roughly about twenty each. Mm-hmm. Um, they they don't have separate numbers for the sequels because of the way the production worked. Yeah. Um, so you know, some may have one been, was five million, and the other one yeah, was eighty. Yeah. Some, it was weird. Some could be shunted, <laughs> you know, here and there, and and you know where where needed. I'm assuming probably part two. Would, would be have the bigger had chunk. the bigger chunk just because more Sets. effects and stuff. Yeah, yeah, um, but that that's an assumption. But I've never seen actual separate numbers um, yeah. because they're treated as one production. Um, so forty million for that, uh, nineteen for the first. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, you have to remember at the time, that, even at the time that they came out, uh, there were movies made 
well before it that actually costed more oh, know, a yeah, lot yeah. more um well, usually is, because of production problems the thing is so, i think star it's, trek the motion picture came out in 79 it cost like 40 million because of it's, it's interesting to think and, of back to the future though the effects twice as and, a blockbuster mm. because while it turned out to be a blockbuster yeah like you read that initial script you're not like Huge summer blockbuster. No, no, no but what no, I'm you saying go, is, oh, this is a comedy time travel movie. Right, but what I'm you saying know, is, is it, the quality of the effects oh, yeah, for the yeah. time, the yeah. fact that they were using cutting edge. Yeah. Uh, That's what I'm just meaning. It's, like it that. may be a bit unfair to compare it to the modern day blockbuster. No, no, but I'm just yeah. saying, like, it was after this point oh, yeah, where yeah. everything just skyrocketed. It started yeah. to just skyrocket. Yeah. And, and, the, and the thing is, is that became the expectation and mm-hmm. it became a thing where you had to make your movies like that. Whereas in like the 80s and stuff like if you go look back at like something like uh you know indiana jones or something like it it you know if you try to to judge it by the standards of uh you know uh not even 90s mm-hmm. or later uh you know big movies and stuff like that they're like oh this this is a joke like there's nothing there's nothing there like there's no like there's a little bit of you know, animation effects like the rotoscoped, you know, ghosts flying around and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and energy going out and then the, the melting Nazi heads and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like, you know, it would be a joke. But, I mean, but it's a great movie. Yeah. Um, because it's not about that. It's about, like, the sort mm-hmm. of stuff. But, like, those effects and stuff were what was this norm at the time. At the time, And, yeah. and the amount of action. Well, it's always that one-upsmanship, right? Yeah. You know? And that is... But what I'm saying is it's something that really kind of didn't start until after that point. It's one of the nice things about, like, obviously there was a bit of one-upsmanship between Back to the Future 1 and Back to the Future 2. Mm -hmm. But because 2 and 3 were done basically simultaneously, you don't have that. And that may have been one of those things I was saying earlier. If these had been four four years apart, Mm. there may have been more compulsion to do the one-upsmanship in 3 and it would more time travel. Yeah, and it may would have made have hurt the movie oh, it would a lot. Been terrible. Like they start in the mid, mid, Midwest. They start in the mid uh, in the Midwest. They start in the in the in Wild West. West. Well, yeah, the Old West. And then they time travel to the Middle Ages. Yeah, and then they well, time travel. The you thing. know, and it could have just gone exactly. so out of now control. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. We had that movie. It was Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. The kind of thing that they didn't want. And exactly. And and the thing. There's anything wrong with Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure? It's good fun. In its own way, yeah. But it's a totally. It's a different kind of movie. It's a totally different kind of thing. But. Yeah, exactly. That's my point exactly. It would have been terrible. Just like it would have been terrible if they had tried to cram that all into one. Into one movie, yeah. And, yeah. and if they hadn't made it into two sequels instead of one, mm-hmm. um, you know, it would have been way, way too much. And by the same token, if they had waited until later and they had tried to one-up, you know, this part two with a, with a sort of phantom part three mm-hmm. that never happened, um, it, it, I'm sure it would have been awful. So, I mean, of all possible outcomes... Uh, I think we ended up with the best one because mm. we got, you know, that amazing, perfect first movie and then some pretty strong sequels. Yeah. Um, and if the sequels never existed, that first one still would have been a classic and it still would have been great and perfect. But, but you know, it's cool that we have the sequels because those, especially because the characters, like you want to see more of those. It's, it's really about the characters. You want to see more of them. Mm-hmm. I just and, the, and that cast, you know. I just realized what I want Back to the Future Four to be. Yeah, not non-existent. That's that would that'd be my vote. A mockumentary. Uh huh. Oh boy. Where Back to the Future, filmed with Eric Stoltz. Yeah. 
Christopher Lloyd finds a time machine. Yeah. Goes back in time. Oh. Mar- and inter- interferes with Christopher Stoltz so that... With Eric Stoltz. With Eric Stoltz. Uh, so that... Uh, Michael J. Fox ends up getting the role. Oh, I was going to say, I was going to say, <laughs> like, no, no, no. Through the use of in order to have travel. Mirror, in order to have a mirror, it, but mirror the structure of Back to the Future, it would have to be Christopher Lloyd goes back in time, accidentally prevents Michael J. Fox from from uh, joining on the, the production of Back to the Future, Future, so they have to finish it with Aristotle's. Yeah. So in that timeline, uh, the final version, released version of Back to the Future is the Aristotle's version. Yeah. And then he has to fix. Yeah, yeah. He has to go back. Well, then again him and Michael and J. Fox go back yeah, yeah. and have to. Fix and they it. have to fix it yeah. so that. And so you have young Michael J. Fox. And, oh my gosh! Yeah. <laughs> I think it's too late for that movie. Yeah. Uh, not only is it too late for that movie, but that would be horrendous. <laughs> there will. I'm glad there will never be a Back to the Future Four. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, apparently, well, it's, it's just a thinly disguised making of. I've heard recently <laughs> that apparently. Uh, it's funny because on the commentaries, uh, on the Q and A that's included did on. Did you the, write that down or did you? Just no, I just came up with. <laughs> <laughs> it shows uh, on the Q and A, on the Q and A that they have uh, on the on the discs as like mm-hmm. one of the commentaries. Uh, they had this like sort of uh, Q and A with like an audience, um, and they talked about uh, just the fact that they never that. N- like no sequels or reboots or remakes or anything have been made um, and how that sort of works, how the sort of legal standing of that works. Oh yeah. That's and, actually really important. And uh, yeah. For and, people who are ever afraid of a sequel or a remake. And the Bob and the Bob's basically just said like, well, you know, that, that basically the, the studio owns, you know, the name of the title of black feature and everything. But um, he, he's he, like, Bob Gales felt that, um, the writers guild mm-hmm. might pr- protect them as being creators of the characters that um they wouldn't be able to use the characters in ways that you know that they didn't want type of thing um and then uh bob smack has just kind of made a joke about like well you know a big you know big movie studio like he, he kind of made the joke about they've got good lawyers they could probably do whatever they want yeah, yeah. you know <laughs> um but but the but he's like but they both kind of said, like, I don't think they will, though, mm-hmm. right? Like, they, the Universal's always been very respectful of the fact that yeah. they didn't want to do more. And when they did the sequels, it was kind of like, they sort of talked them into it. And it was kind of like, okay, we'll do the sequels. But it's like, they made sure that they, they did the sequels their way, how they wanted. You know, sure, that, although they'd never planned to do sequels, it was like something where they, they were able to come up with a, an idea that they liked, and that they wanted to do. They did them, they're done, that was it. Um, and you know, Universal probably could do things without them if they really wanted to, but um, they haven't, and that's respectful. Oh. But I've heard just relatively recently, like within the last year, I heard that apparently their contract uh, actually prevents Universal from doing anything without their approval, yeah, um, for their lifetime. Mm-hmm. So, uh, well, because so, the original, because when they originally that original thing you were talking about, yeah. when the two bosses were talked about it, one of them was like, like. Like, oh, they can do it, like, over my dead body. Yeah. And then, like, it turned out, like, oh, yeah. That was no, it turns out literally, literally true. like, yeah. It's so, I, I don't life, know if that's can, really yeah. true. I heard that reported. Yeah. It would certainly explain a lot. The creator. Yeah. Yeah, but because it's, it's a pro- the property itself is owned by the studio, uh, it, that sort of changes things well, a little Well, how long do we have to wait before Back to the Future into public domain? 
Uh, I mean, anybody can make it a long, long time. A long time. Long time. <laughs> Thanks to Disney, a long time. We'll, we'll all be dead. Uh, but it's like life oh. of the creator plus 50 years. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. But. Uh, uh, well, after I'm dead, make all the sequels you want. Yeah. Well, okay. well, that's what I, that's see, preempted my joke because yeah. that's what Sorry. I was getting at in my long-winded way was that apparently they can't do any sort of remakes or reboots or anything until after Bob's are dead. But it's like at this point, it's like I hope they don't do it until after I'm dead. Okay, yes, because <laughs> like I don't want to see more Back to the Future because Back to the Future. Like first of all, like I say, I feel like they barely got two good sequels. Like. Mm-hmm the cracks were already kind of showing in in a way like they're good movies but like they don't have that per- precision you know perfectness of the first one mm-hmm. um the i feel like the cracks were sort of already showing so it's like i think it's the right decision not to mm-hmm. do more and also to do more it's like you you need that cast yeah. and you know that's it's just, just not, not realistic anymore and you need the right sort of feel that exact feel you know mm-hmm. um and so yeah i well, it no, is no it's the interesting Just thing about the back to no more is, like it's it's perfect the way, as I'll, it is it's I'll, like, I'll use this as my 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 parting thoughts on on back to the future here is yeah um as a i guess it's not a, not a franchise but as a set of movies as a whole mm-hmm. is it is very highly revered um despite the fact that there's just those three movies, and yes, the animated, but it has not been, uh, like, relicensed and, and beaten into oblivion over the 30 years since no. that movie came out. Yeah. And lots of stuff that is big now mm-hmm. is because there has been a continuous set of either movies or something has kept that propelling. Every so many years, something brings it back. Yeah. Whether it's another movie or something, a TV yeah. show or something. But I mean, and this is something that is is as, like, well-known and as revered as yeah. stuff that is ha- that has had that continuous update with none of that, just because the fans of it have kept it alive. Yeah. And, and I think also uh, the just the, the level of iconicness... Yeah, well, it's, it's, it's a, yeah, iconic. Because I feel like yeah. when, whenever, like, when... I mean, Michael J. Fox has tried to keep a pretty high profile... In recent years, despite the fact that he can't work a lot, mm-hmm. because uh, keeping that high profile, it's like that it keeps like his cause and stuff very much yeah. in the public eye. Yep. You know, his he created this foundation for mm-hmm. like raising money for research and everything on Parkinson's and that, which is all awesome. Um, I mean, he's done uh, he's done so much for that for that aspect and for that cause, um, especially when you think that it's probably not going to benefit him very much. No. You know, this is more something that's kind of for the long term. It's like well, for future generations. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's for like kind of future generations. Like if they can find a way to, you know, that's to, the other thing they do better. with Back to Future 4 is they cure his Parkinson's. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> it, it's one of those things where, where, you know, so, I mean, I, I really respect that and I think it's cool, but it's like, he kind of stays in the public eye a little bit. Yeah. Um, in order to, to focus, you know, to keep that attention on that cause. Um, but as like, kind of like a, a thing that sticks to that is anytime you see Michael J. Fox or hear Michael J. Fox mentioned, you think of Back to the Future. Yeah, yeah. You know, like that's just naturally what, what follows because that's yeah. the most iconic thing. You think thing Marty McFly. That he's yeah. done his work, right? So, and even, I mean, that's probably the case for most of the main cast, right? Mm-hmm. I mean... 
Christopher Lloyd is Doc Brown. Sure, like he's done many other things. <laughs> he's done a lot of movies. He's yeah. done a ton. But when you see him, what's the first thing you think of? Back to the Future. Like, almost guaranteed. Him doing cocaine in Bright Lights Big City. Like, <laughs> that, that was Michael J. Fox. That's why I'm talking about Michael J. But, Fox. That's but, the first thing. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, you know, or, or Leah Thompson. Like, yeah. you know, the first thing you think of is going to be Back to the Future. Yeah. Um, and uh, so I think that that type of thing has helped to keep yeah. keep it going, even though, there, like you say, there hasn't been this, like, saturation of, like, merchandise and stuff like that throughout the years. Well, I mean, that's part of it. By not because having any time you hear anything about any of those actors. By not having a bunch of, of remakes with, yeah. with a bunch of changing actors, it's remained, the like, like you say, iconic. It's pure iconic self. Yeah, it's more of, like, a know. grassroots thing because yeah. it's more, like, people remember it just because they remember it because it was mm-hmm. great, not because they're being... They're having it shown in their face constantly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. You got any final thoughts? Uh, so I, I, um, they had that on Steam. They had the sale recently on the Telltale games. Right. So I was able to pick oh, yeah. up the game. Have you played it? Finally, I played it a bit. I, I played a little bit. Yeah. I, I had played the demo, which is kind of the first part of Episode One. Right. Uh, a way back when, mm-hmm. when it came out, kind of thing. Um, but well, I, we're talking about the the uh, Back to the Future uh, well, adventure I, game. I just oh, said yeah. on Steam, Telltale yeah. Games had the yeah. sale, and uh, just for people who don't know what that is, yes, yeah. trying to cover that. Well, it's a video game. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. literally what I just said. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, it's like an adventure game. Yeah, so it's I you played know, the first chapter, figuring things out. Yeah, I haven't finished it yet, but um, I've had it for anywhere between two and three years, and have never played it. I really should. Yeah. Well, the thing about it is it's, it's kind of like uh, the whole thing with the Ghostbusters game, mm-hmm. where it's kind like of that. like, it's 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 what like the next sequel would kind of be, and it's sort of, it kind of stays somewhat true to the, um, you know, like Bob Gale was involved in, as like a creative consultant, making sure that they handle the characters oh, that's cool. properly, and you know, some of the dialogue and stuff like that. Um, oh, I mean, that's really good then, yeah. Um, so... Um, the guy that does Marty's voice is really good. Yeah, he's great. He's a great Marty. He's really, really good. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah he, the he's really good. Uh, obviously, um, yeah, like you say, uh, he, does, he does Marty's voice. Um, but a lot of them, you know, like Christopher Lloyd does Doc's does voice, voice yes. for real and stuff like that. So, I mean, if for obvious reasons, I mean, it would just be difficult for Michael J. Fox to do it. Um, he probably could have, um, but it would have just been... You know, obviously, probably uncomfortable, um, and and I don't know if he would have been able to capture like the the quality of like a young Marty's voice yeah. anymore because you know he just kind of yeah um, even even with um, sort of really concentrating you know I think uh, it's probably his voice has changed too much, mm-hmm. um, but yeah so I mean it worked well because uh, yeah he, he sounds really good. But yeah, I, I like I say I haven't even finished the chap- first chapter yet. But that I didn't get it that long ago. Yeah, I need to. Um, take, but yeah, it's cool. It, but too. anyways, my point of bringing it up yeah. was just that those are the kinds of things that sort of can sort of continue on kind of the legacy, but without sort of touching yeah. the, the, the the movies. You know, like they're still their own thing. You know, the only other things that they've really done were like the cartoon series, like you like you were saying. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know they did those couple of like really crappy like Nintendo games and stuff back in the day. Like right. when the movies, oh, yeah. like, when the movies Angry were Video first Game out. Did those. Yeah, yes. yeah. Like the, the, lots of people know about those, but I mean, like those don't really have anything to do with the movies. It is like just game. they're so ridiculously, you know, off base. But um, you know, then there's like the animated series, and then there was like the ride. Trying to find out when the animated series was on. Oh, it wasn't on until the nineties. Yeah, yeah, of course. Wow. Well, the, yeah. it was post. It was post all the movies, right? Yeah, yeah. Um. And then, uh, you know, there's, like, the ride at Universal. That's true. Um, That's the future ride. And, and the game... It's okay. It's the, gone. The Telltale is game... Is it gone now? Yeah, it's gone. Oh, okay. The Telltale game that, Just you know, recently. is relative... Oh, yeah. yeah, the Telltale game, relative recent. And then uh, they're doing, like, a like a stage musical version. Yeah. Uh, which again, the Bobs are involved on like a production basis, like just overseeing, making sure that it stays true to, you know, the the the, sp- the spirit of it and everything. But uh, oh, like a musical of the original film. Well, like a music, like a Back to the Future based musical, like of oh, his own story. I don't know. Like it could be, or it could be elements from, taken from okay. it, or you know, I'm sure they synthesize some sort of storyline that works for I a mean, stage. Jumping through this, you know, the decades would be fun from a musical point of view. Yeah, you can do all different. Yeah, exactly. Genres. Like, I'm sure, I'm sure it could be cool. And with with the Bob's involvement, you know, they'll they'll make sure that it sort of, like I say, kind of stays true to the spirit of it. Um, well, mm-hmm. just looking at information about it here, yeah, all the music and the lyrics for the musical done by uh, Alan Silvestri, who did all the music, the music, in the yeah, yeah, of course, movies, yeah. So it would be based off of, yeah. Oh, it is based on the 1985 movie. Okay, well, yeah. there you go. But, I mean, there'll still be differences, obviously, oh, yeah, right? Yeah. To, to make well, things suit, yeah. suit that suit format. But, but I mean, my point is just that little kind of... That there has been very little kind of offshoots and spinoffs of it. Uh-huh. And, and all the ones that there has been, apart from, say, like those old Nintendo games, which is just a licensing thing, um, they usually had some sort of oversight uh, you know, creative, um, you know, creative input and stuff from you know at least at least Bob Gale, if not if not yeah. bo- if not both Bobs. Hmm. Um, so uh, that that kind of stuff I'm okay with, like because it's su- such they do such little of it anyway. And I mean, it's not like I'm ever going to see the musical or anything, right? Like, no, you are not. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it's one of those things where I'm like, but I'm fine with it existing because I know that they'll well, do. If I had a venue to see it, that'd be a cool thing to see. You don't but... have a venue. To see <laughs> it. I know, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, but uh... I'll wait for the DVD. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, you know, I'm I'm okay with that kind of stuff because I know that a, a it's all stuff that the Bobs have approved at least, um, and or, or the the the, the new comic. That's, that's another right. yeah. thing I forgot to mention. Oh, that's, right. Well, that's brand new. And that sort of continues the story a bit. And uh, and Bob Gale's working on that as well. So, um, yeah. I mean, stuff like that I'm okay with. And I think that the fact that they've been steadfast with the fa- with the thing of that, you know, a little bit of these little spinoff things here and there are okay. Uh, as long as they kind of keep some sort of level of creative uh, overlook on it. But, um, no yeah, no, no more movies. No, no, movies. no, movies, no, no movies. No TV shows. No, you know. Yeah. No. None of this kind of trying to like really dilute yeah. the legacy of it. You know, they they are what they are. They're of a time. They're perfect from the time, and leave it at that. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm very glad that there's never been more, oh, yeah. and that there's no sign that there probably ever will be more because mm-hmm. that would be just terrible. <laughs> 
I mean, although you, I mean, with these kinds of things, you can't just ignore it, really. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like that's kind of a cop out. It's yeah. like it's like if you're just going to ignore it. I mean, I've never been one of those people. Like people who are just like, oh, like Star Wars prequels. Yeah, it just didn't happen, you know. Like or some of the remakes that there's been of things. Oh, it just didn't happen. It's just like, well. Guess what? It, they did. did. Like, sorry, but they did. I mean, if you never watch you it. You can choose not to watch them, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, if you really let that bother you, you know, then it, it is yeah. what it is. Like, like you can't say, like, oh, they, they just never happened. And it's like, well, clearly by saying that, it's bothering you that they happened. Yeah. yeah so yeah. they did happen. Like, like you're kind of contradicting yourself by doing mm-hmm. that. Whereas if you accept that they're a thing and you just go, oh, well, there's they're crap yeah. hey you don't have to they're like crap. everything you know whatever <laughs> yeah you don't have to like everything yeah jesus but uh like you know but you have to like back to the future you have to like back to the future yeah well at least the first one 96 percent on rotten tomatoes yeah well that's fair no no uh, do you have the other numbers because uh, massive <laughs> the, uh, the massive three, plummet back from to the future two, to i didn't two. look at three back to the future two is 63 percent. yeah so yeah it's, well, from 96 yeah. to 63 that's, that's a quite a plummet that's yeah. Probably I mean, accurate. 63 is pretty average for, like, a movie that people yeah. generally like, but yeah. nothing more than that. It's kind of like a, meh, yeah. meh it's a good movie. But, you know, uh, what a plummet to go from one to yeah. two. Yeah. Especially since I would say that I2 is still a good movie. Yeah. Like, like, I'd understand with things where, like, you know, Ghostbusters 1 to 2 or something, where mm. it, it, it it is, like, an extremely huge quality difference or yeah. whatever. But, um... <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that provoked a reaction from Bob. <laughs> oh, God. Ghostbusters 2 is crap. Um, we'll have to review that later. <laughs> the worst thing about it, too, is that there's no excuse for it, because it was only a few years after the first. It's still all the original cast, all the original creators, everything. It would be like the equivalent of if Back to the Future 2 basically totally sucked, uh, instead of just kind of being a little flawed. Yeah. But uh, anyways, that's a whole nother story. Rob, closing, closing thoughts on Back to the Future. I feel like we've covered everything yeah. at All this right. point. All right, yeah, we've we've uh, we've gone on for a bit here. I'm pretty, I'm pretty happy with it. All right, well, uh, thanks everyone for listening. I, I think the the oh. big thing is is that it's just is not covering the exact same things that everybody else talks about. Yeah, yeah it's our yeah. own personal viewpoints and mm-hmm. and the own personal things that we wanted to talk about, and and that's what to me made it. That was sort of the point of doing it. Yeah. yeah. Yes, because I've seen a lot of other stuff of discussions of it and stuff and it's just it's a lot all, of article I, i've seen a lot of article all the just same, recapping stuff. The same it's, stuff everything yeah. is the same and yeah. it's like come on let's get some personal perspective in yeah that. yeah uh right so uh thank you all for joining us for episode 17 of the what we've watched podcast mm-hmm. um if you're listening to this now you're probably on soundcloud uh what we've watched podcast yep um, we're also on iTunes. Uh, you can find us by looking for uh, what well, we watch podcast. Yeah, please put podcast in there. Otherwise, it won't show up for some we, reason. We do show up. Just it's further down. Further down. The down. Um, Whereas if you put podcast, a bunch of it's stuff right there, yeah, a bunch of stuff without what we've watched, and it shows up first. For yeah, some reason. it's like what we've been watching, what we watched, you know, yeah. in the last a month, bunch of other whatever, weird stuff. yeah, just yeah. other bunch of completely unrelated things, other variations. Um, um we've got. Uh, We'd like to thank, I'm going to put a thank out to uh, all the people who've been listening to and liking uh, recent episodes. Yeah. Uh, we've got a few. Yeah, we're f- adding like a follower or two on each episode. Yeah, now. it is great. Usually thank you. a new thank follower you very much. for every episode. So 
Yep, that is um, great. I do. I don't know if I've ever brought it up directly in the episodes. I think I might have mentioned it last week. I think you did, yeah. Uh, but I've I always um, send like a little like thank you message anytime yeah, someone follows. Yeah. So um, except to me. Oh yeah, well <laughs> you didn't send one to me. Yeah, well, just f you, Rob. Here is my Rob. You know what? Thank you, thank you for you know following what? us. I didn't. That's true, but I did write several replies to your comments on Dark Crystal. Yeah, you did. So, I guess that's good enough. Yeah. So I spent more time on you than I did on anyone else. So you should feel special for that. All right, I'll come back in another fourteen episodes. All right, that uh, sounds good. Well, well hopefully not. But... Hopefully, yeah. Thanks, uh, man. No, no. Hopefully, oh, I meant that. Oh, wow. Yeah, I said that the wrong way. I didn't mean to imply I didn't want you back. I, I meant hopefully it'll be sooner. Um, yeah. So SoundCloud, iTunes. Uh, there's Twitter for the podcast at what we've watched. Nobody ever uses that. <laughs> including us uh well yeah i mean it's fine i the only reason that i set it up is because i thought like oh people are into that yeah. nowadays yeah and, you might need we might need it in the future yeah nobody is um, uh so that's cool you can email us at www.podcast sorry www.podcast at shaw.ca shaw. yeah yeah which um, also no one uses. and feel free to uh comment on this episode yeah. Uh, you don't have to have a SoundCloud account to comment. You can just, just fire your comments right into the, uh, the comment section of the episode. If you do set up a free SoundCloud account, then you can follow us and we can have more followers. Exactly. Um, and uh, tell us your thoughts on Back, Back to the Future and yeah, what you liked about it. Yeah. And uh, we covered last week what we're going to be having in the upcoming weeks, so we'll go yeah. over that now. But... Um, I guess uh, until next week. I'm Chris. Yeah, this is Emmett. And I'm Rob. Cheers. Bye-bye.